the Rap Roundtable. Yes, sir. The most dangerous podcast has returned. The Rap Roundtable, episode 69. Hey, yo. You know, shout out to everybody who gets down with that type of energy, the six nines, whatever. You know, if that's what your girl is into, we don't judge here. As long as it's not rainbow head and telling on people, Facts. 69 is good in our book. Okay? <laughs> the Rap Round Table is back. We, we appreciate people who's been watching. Uh, our YouTube numbers have, have been going up month over month. The stats are going up. The subs, subs are starting to pick up, up again. Everybody who's fucking with the shorts as Love well. Loving the content. Loving the content. Loving the pod work, the lunch hour, the lives. Y'all was fucking with the lives. Shout out to everybody who actually pulled up. Because yeah, the last man. time we did it, niggas was scared. Adriel, the Super mm-hmm. Chat MVP. Hey, Adriel. Adriel is the trendsetter. The trendsetter. Yeah. Yes, shout out, shout out chat, to the bro. homie Heat Rock for pulling up Open too. that door. And everyone else came. Shout out to Heat Rock who brought the energy. Yeah. Shout out to Love. my whole cousin, Leroy Green, who set the tone. <laughs> he set the, the tone so much that MFers ran to the other podcast to go tell about what we was talking about in Jeez. a super chat. They paid to talk about us on another platform. Love it. We appreciate you. Appreciate that. Real and quick, do too. before I get into the play intros, you know, Mike D, April 24th, 6 p.m. I'm just saying. We're not letting you forget, bro. We're not letting you forget. Get over here. Cooper, Cooper already pulled up. <laughs> Just saying. Another thing, we, we got a very special guest pulling up later on in this episode. We know if it's not Nas, y'all don't want to stick around for the guests, but family, we are a family here with this podcast. Indeed. We are heavy in the underground space of, of hip-hop, ball work shit that y'all appreciate. So instead of running off when we have guests, tap in with them. Expand your, expand your playlist on your Apple Podcast or your Spotify. I mean, Apple Music, pardon me, or your Spotify. Because these guys are fire. We've never brought up anybody here who was whack. So don't run off at the end of this episode. Tap in. The artist's name is Ox Omni. Super fire. Rome Street's fire. affiliate. Love Make this. sure you get familiar with this dude because he's dope and it's someone you need to listen to. But alas, it's your boy Jav here. Alongside Cecilia the Rap Snob. What up, what up? Alongside Dini the chef. Need a force to <laughs> Alongside Mesito, the voice of the industry. Yes, sir. Chill, you need a new catchphrase, bro. And as oh, damn it. <laughs> you know, you're the chef. You got to come oh. up with something new. <laughs> I stay cooking up in the kitchen. Whip, whip, oh, man. whip it. Whip it. Whip it. And whip as it. always, kill we me. are tonight's entertainment. That's your name. You're not the balance anymore. <laughs> no, I like, I, like, I like the balance. Yeah, I'm, no, your chef Dini, works. Bro. Pause. The people liked it in the chat when we said it, bro. <laughs> Dini the chef, chef Put Dini. some money on it, chat. We yeah. talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, we're gonna poll it. Yeah, put some put <laughs> something on it. Dini got more food references than balance references. Put Every, any, anytime Dini get in his bag as a food reference, now nah, he don't want to be the, in chef. the in the in the seat, man. You're I gotta chef. do what I do. You cooking up? I am cooking. Come on, bro. Hey, the, the chat like Nas, right? There's Nasty Nas, it's Escobar, you know yeah, what I mean? You can have yeah, multiple. I mean, there you go. go. Yeah, you know I like that. There we go. But on '69. Dini the chef. Dini <laughs> <laughs> the chef. Dini the chef. Dini the chef. Dini the chef. Dini the chef. Thank you, Sin. Chef era. We in the chef era. It's a great. It's, an, it's a glorious era. Indeed it is. But fellas, you know, since we did the lunch hour news, right before we hit that pause, people <laughs> broke the news hey, on the it's internet. 69. You know, yeah, you go. Maybe we won't pause anything for yeah, the Yeah, no pause. For no that. pause for this episode. Unless it's super agreed. So, news came out that the first plaque. Griselda came by way of Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole, Johnny P's caddy. Amazing. We talked about it during the lunch hour, and I noticed that somebody whose name I'm not I'm not trying to be funny, I can't remember your name. I know I'm not good with names. He said that Griselda is still niche, even though I said the expectations are higher for Benny. 
So that got me to thinking, oh, am I bugging? Is the team bugging for thinking that there's higher heights for Benny? Or is Griselda still in an unniched pocket to say the rap style? What do you think? Um, I think if we're talking about like the OG Griselda, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think we could think of them as niche anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? Not not quite the way we did like maybe a couple years ago. Um, you know what I mean? With you, you got you got a plaque, you got like um, you know, you got them at Rock Nation brunches. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got you got the uh uh the um what is this? The the uh, rap radar. The rap radar the rap show. Rap radar shit. Coachella. You know what I mean? It's, it's a lot of looks that they getting, man. Although, what's his name fronted on certain people when they when they came to that rap radar show, Elliot and, and that other guy. Let's get into that. But um, but yeah, no, nah, they they they're getting a lot of looks. They're getting a lot of accolades. They're getting a lot of like tangible objects that show like with the gold flag and everything, exactly. like what where their status is right now and. I can't. I'm not gonna say that they're household names, because they're not household names. They're not at that level yet. But we also can't say that they're just like a little niche clique right. that only like certain like internet nerds fuck with. Because clearly that's that's not what's going on here. You know what I mean? Right. Um. I kind of think of it as like, you know what? Because uh, we, we, we talked about like the the sort of comparisons between like Griselda and like another underground movement, Raucous. like Raucous, right? Um, and at a certain point, like most Def, he wasn't a niche underground artist anymore. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like the, he was getting he was getting looks at, at different places. Common ended up getting his you know his, his actors card. You know what I mean? And being in TV shows and movies and all this shit. So like, I feel like that's the direction that the OG Griselda is going in. They're growing and they're expanding beyond that little niche pocket that they've been in. Um, and, I, and I love to see that for them. You know what I mean? I want them to expand. What I also love is that um, Westside is still keeping that brand, right? It's not It's not like he said, all right, we, we, we done with this, you know, level of the game. And then... Let me, let me protect my, my, my <laughs> and, then, yeah. and, then, and then we're going to just, like, you know, move up to the next level. Like, the OG gang is moving up to the next level, but he's still keeping the brand and the platform there for the next wave to come in. You know, the Rome Streets. And, and, and all those guys and like you know so so that they can then le- level up at some point you know what i mean and, and break out of that niche right but uh but i love to see it i love to see the expansion i love to see the growth i'm here for it heard so mace i'm here you know i'm asking you to bring some levity because your griselda takes are usually 50 <laughs> 50 it is either complimentary or a bit slanderous so Ooh, what do you think pole. about this whole thing where yeah. griselda still being a niche product in this hip-hop space uh, I have to agree. Okay. Actually, I do think Griselda is still niche within hip hop. I don't think that's an insult. I think that's the thing, right? People hear that and they think it's an insult, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, absolute. You know, Benny is is working his way to get them out of that, as well as West, because West, you know, is all over the place. You right. know what I mean? He does his interviews. You see him when W. I was watching WrestleMania. I seen Westside Gun in the front. You Facts. know what I mean? Cheering on you Brock Lesnar. I said, what's going on? Niche brand can't pay for that. You know what I mean? That's a pricey ticket. Hey, that's what I was trying to say. I don't make that underground look good, man. But um, I think, you know, that's not an insult, right? Something just talking about wrestling is niche. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean, because it's not necessarily about the notoriety, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's the the range of uh, the range that you reach, right. right? So I don't think that Griselda 
when they drop music, many people outside of that niche market is has their eyes on it necessarily. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not trying to insult them because their fan base is strong. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like to be niche is not a bad thing, especially the 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 way that Griselda does it is everybody who who consumes their product comes back. You know what I'm saying? True. That's the yeah. that's and that's the hardest thing to do. <laughs> we we in the industry are trying to do that ourselves. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, they 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 establish a very strong fan base, but it, at this point, it's still a niche fan base. You know what I mean? We're talking about one gold record. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We're talking about them working their way to get out of it. Sin mentioned the OG Griselda. I think this second wave is is actually helping even branch them out a little bit more. Because mm -hmm. when we're talking about Mock, we're talking about Stove. These are a little bit different sounds than the niche market that they primarily dominate. You know what I mean? So I think for now, they still are, but that it, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. You got know it, what I mean? Got it. Dini, what do you think about this? Both these dudes is right, but um, I think I think Mace pretty much got it because I, I got to keep it a buck. Like, when you look up what the definition of the word niche is, it's like segmented to a specific, you know what I'm saying, audience. And I think if, if Griselda's not that right now, kind of what are they, you know? It's a... It's a um, you're either a Griselda fan or you're not, kind of, you know? And right now, there's more not than there more are. And that's not, that might sound like an insult if you just take it on that end, if you don't listen to the, the, the full brunt of it, but they're they're on their way. But as of right now, they're, they're, they're not like where they want to be. You know that. They're not where we want to see them, you know? They, they, nah, they're they not, they're I definitely not there yet. When I say niche, I say niche in the way makes that niche, where it's a very, it's a very tight knit, of 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 listening that's listening to them but then is it uh, are there levels of niche then because i mean yeah i feel like with that definition like we we could say anything is niche well honestly. it depends but, but on the connotation that the person is using that's it. true because that, you could say the yeah. rap round table like like walter could say i fuck with you guys he had a nice niche podcast within his hip hop space that's a compliment mm -hmm. but then somebody but these guys are niche they, they not rap radar and right. that's an insult you know? right. niche, niche is basically you haven't reached out to the broader masses yet to a lot of people you know what I'm saying when they hear the word niche you haven't your fan base isn't ginormous and doesn't have a huge demographic of different listeners as far as like ages right. you know like fucking races for instance you know like mm. stuff like that where, where like a more poppy artist will have that in the bag you get what I'm saying but yeah, they're man. definitely on their way like you said like you said plaque in hand now Shout out to Benny for making it happen for the team. And I think nice. on that on that note, it's onward and upward. But as of right now, today, here, you know, you know, me, no food. I hate to say it, but yeah, they're a little niche right now. They coming though. That's cool. We can have the sense of that that last part, you know. What? Yeah, the word. <laughs> Come on, bro. But anyway, strong point. Dini, Dini kind of made like the best point of the three. Like I, I enjoyed his perspective, you know, cooking up like he does with a little bit of balance, you know, yes, a little seasoning with some balance there. But about I, chef balance and we just get yeah. Dini. <laughs> nah, nah, chef Dini just it just works. So. Like a newborn baby getting named, bro. <laughs> For a family debate. What we gonna name him? Yo, he over here like y'all. I am right here. Chef balance. <laughs> No, I, I don't chef. have an opinion in my what own name. What are we name what going on here? Seasoned with balance, like what is it? But uh, <laughs> I guess, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of looking at Griselda like a brand that that's. It started off as kind of like a members only thing. If you knew, you knew. Right. And then it became a thing where it, it was a status symbol. I'm talking about Supreme, like that whole mm -hmm. Soho energy ah. from from yesteryear, like. Back in the day, if you was rocking Supreme, you were really part of a club who knew about the shit. And 
it, it got so big that while it wasn't like you know polo or some other like tommy hilfiger one of those nationwide department store brands it got so big to the point that it was in magazines like supreme was a big thing but at the same time was a subculture right, it was not right. it was not meant to be nothing more than a, a, a certain group of people shopping in a certain area getting fly right. and if you knew you knew and at yeah. a certain point you had guys like Kelly Oubre rocking the Supreme Sleeve in an NBA game because they had crossed over. Mm -hmm. They were no longer niche. And I kind of look at Griselda in that same way now, whereas it started off as what Supreme was. And if you, if like Sin, if you knew, you knew, and you fucked right. with it, and you kept promoting it, and eventually somebody with some power got, a power broker got involved and said, yeah, this is fire. Mm -hmm. If they're cultivating that niche audience to Dini's point about like, you know what, people are coming back to, to Mace's point, maybe we need to put more money behind this because obviously they are cultivating an audience that continues to grow and they keep coming back. And I think with this gold plaque, we are, we are watching that that evolution from a Soho brand, sk a skateboard kind of brand, yeah. to Kelly Oubre rocking your joint in an NBA game. And I think the, the J. Cole feature, especially what Benny did alongside other rappers, because it's still, I'll say this and I'll be 100 with you, it's still almost like a novelty for me when I hear Benny next to other rappers. Because uh, I've gotten so accustomed to hearing him rhyme alongside either people who occupy that space, like uh, Freddie Gibbs or his Griselda brothers. When you hear him rapping next to Rose's and J. Cole's, that's like, it's, it's, Satisfyingly still, weird. At the same, to find a surprise, like, yeah, oh shit! Like, look at Benny. Like, it almost feels doing? like, does he belong here? Like, like I'm listening to even like I get on my sis shit. Does his vocals sound like the Alvin niggas' vocals? Were they mixed properly? Does he belong here? You feel what I'm saying? Like, we're seeing him transition from being in a specific box, a box that people still want to put him in, based on the guy in our comment section said he was niche or they were niche, to now becoming someone you're gonna hear on the radio more. The next Benny the Butcher album is going to have a radio single. As much as y'all don't want to hear that, he's going to have a radio record. Because now, May said yesterday's price is not today's price. With a gold record means gold record expectations. Right. And if this Def Jam deal is, is what it is, because at the point now, we asking, everyone's asking it, where's it at, right? Mm, yeah. Whatever the next project is with Hit Boys, we're going to be demanding something that follows up Johnny P's Cadillac. He's transitioning. And if he wins, Griselda, whatever, Griselda Empire, BSFM, whatever it is, I'm just House, saying household that's a, that's a supreme from niche to household yeah, like that. name. That's like how I'm it. looking at it. Because if you look at what Supreme is at now, collaboration with North right. Face, Louis Vuitton, right. like they're like household names. global now with Natural shit. Like, in fact, <laughs> the supreme name it, means that automatically that brand is trying to get flyer. Mm -hmm. They're right. try, they trying to get like a certain audience, black people, and, to buy their shit. And get more expensive too. Right. Because <laughs> yeah. you ain't buying it. There's no such thing as cheap Supreme. Ain't. The fucking sticker is bread to this day. Yeah. T-shirt like $200. Come on now. Sheesh. And Griselda don't sell. You try try buying a Griselda vi vinyl. It's not it's, it's not cheap. cheap. Them, them hoodies. Come on, bro. 200 for a hoodie. 350 for the one I want. See what I'm saying? Like, I see the evolution. I think that they were niche until that gold, that gold plaque came in. Because now you're going to have other voices say, or like a Charlemagne that's going to be saying some shit if you don't succeed again. Mm -hmm. They're going to pop shit. You're a talking point now. I don't think Griselda's niche anymore. I'm going to put it on wax. Mm -hmm. I put it there. They're close. Yeah. They're not household name, but they somewhere in between. There's one one major difference uh, though in, in that analogy. Like um, when it comes to to clothing or like tangible products, like mm -hmm. you you can limit the inventory. Right. You know what I mean? And you can make it so that it looks like your your shit 
right. it's flying off the shelves and it's sold out all the mm-hmm. time. Everybody mm-hmm. wants it. You Meanwhile, you made like, you know, like 50, 50 t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And right. you know what I mean? You, you got motherfuckers lining around the, the block and shit. You give the illusion. It yeah, exactly. Um it, it's harder to do that with music, man. Especially if you're you're on Apple Music, everybody That's gets a it. Kind and of you can shit. see that you can see the sales and shit nowadays. Yeah. That's why I was saying when we talked about it. Based on the, the the equivalencies, for you to get what the equals of five hundred thousand units sold, you have to get billions of streams. Crazy. A niche act is not getting no billions of anything. That's right. true. You see what I'm saying? But anyway, we gotta shift gears. So, since it in the group chat, because a lot of times the group chat be where a lot of these conversations spawn from before they get on wax. <laughs> Do said in the chat that uh you know yeah, why, why you had to make it public that I threw this in the chat. That's what do you mean? Go ahead. <laughs> you, 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 you just tipped your hand. Yo, you're coming. Go ahead. Bro, you're not ducking the allegation, so it don't matter. <laughs> anyway. He Rock said that on so, camera, too. So I was like, damn, bro. The local celebrity rapper recently gained more plaques. Yes. One for volume two and the other one for the blueprint. One making yeah. it oh, six wow. times platinum and the mm. other one three times platinum. Mm. You know, not bad for a local celebrity guy who's not listened to outside of New York. You know, and I, I usually I pass it off, but I'm going to talk a little shit. Yeah, I, I see what's going on on Twitter. I, I see all the comparisons with Nicki Minaj, who's the bigger artist. And he's not he's not valid without Beyonce. He was a nobody. I can't pick 10. You know, I seen a Squid Games meme that said pick, <laughs> pick 10 songs from Jay-Z right now or you die. Oh, and all this wow. and that. And I'm like. The stats are there. Yo, man. I, I reiterate it. He was the biggest star in Beyonce when they started their relationship. As much as y'all don't want to hear that, he was. You think you think Beyonce just went to Marcy one day, closed her eyes, it was him and Bleak, and she just said, <laughs> I'll take that one. And it looked and it was Jay-Z. You, it was a business decision and, and love. Yo. She could stand next to this rich motherfucker. Yeah. What are you talking about? Nick was like, please don't take me. <laughs> oh, it's like, what man. do you think happened here? You know what I'm saying? I'm getting real tired. Even some of y'all in the chat, y'all get mad and y'all, y'all keep saying horse shit like he doesn't age well and he's not this and he's not that. I hear Yet, that. an album that's almost 30 years old just went yeah. six times platinum. I don't know how that happened. Somebody went back and bought it and did the knowledge. Hey. Blueprint triple. Then we got niggas like Mike D saying shit about Kanye West and what Kanye did for Jay-Z. Mike D, well, I'm going to cook you when we talk. <laughs> because there's nothing to support any of the bullshit they say of or you have said about fucking Jay-Z. In fact, you are the the opposite of sin when it comes to being a fake fan. You are the fakest Jay-Z. I'm taking it from you, uh, D. Mike D, you are the fakest Jay-Z fan oof. I've ever come across. My curse is my You know what I'm saying? Man. But on April 24th, we're going to get into that. Wow. No matter how much y'all try to spin this Thanks. narrative, no matter how much y'all try to create this illusion that he was a flash in the pan, Millie Vanilli ass nigga, he did, like he said, he did it with digits and the digits continue to pile up and you motherfuckers can eat all the dirt you want because he's going to keep winning and y'all just going to be mad. Farouk, I don't give a fuck. You can call me corny as much as you want. The stats are there. Six times platter. Some guys can't don't even have half the plaques he got. I ain't going to call no names, but some guys don't have Half the plaques he has. Get your numbers up. When you start creating these allures and illusions of greatness and, and, and runs that make him greater than and all other bullshit, it ain't real. What's real is the stats. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't. Hey. Go ahead, son. <laughs> oh, now, now we going by the numbers? <laughs> now we going by the numbers? Strictly by the numbers? Is that what we doing? Yep. 
Shame. Imagine public. I think. You know what I say? The machine. No, you know what I think? I think I think every night when they go to bed, when Beyonce, Jay leans over to Beyonce, is like, yo, don't forget to put my records on repeat. Uh, <laughs> and I run them yeah. numbers up. Uh, and I keep wow. up appearances. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. Wow. Nasty. Beyonce's wow. like, you, baby. Get rid of this guy. <laughs> Wow. Nah, nah, nah. Wow. All right, all right, all right. All jokes, all jokes aside. I want problems, always. All, all jokes aside. Now, you um, meant that shit. Huh? You meant that. <laughs> <laughs> you meant that. It's okay. Um, nah, I mean, you know, I got my Nas T on today. You know what I mean? Repping for the God. But, right. like, again, you know what I mean? We always go back to this. It doesn't mean that I can't give Jay his You can flowers. fit all them plaques on that T-shirt, but go ahead. Oh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Oh man! Now, it, it, it ain't gotta be like that today. It don't. You don't. It don't. We gonna we gonna go left. Yeah. Right. All right. Um. But yeah. No. Shots to shots to volume two. You know, six times platinum now. The blueprint. Uh, three times platinum. Um, two excellent albums. The blueprint, mm-hmm. an absolute classic. Um, yeah, and it just kind of if it does fly in the face of people claiming that nobody listens to Jay anymore <laughs> or his, you know, his music hasn't aged well. Mm. Um, I, I think I, I, I said this in, in, our, uh, in our live. I'll mention it again. I went to a concert during the DJ set of the concert. They played, um, you know, uh, do, it again. Uh, do it. No, 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 not do it again. Um, uh, I just want to love you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Give it to me. They play Give It To Me. I just want to love you. Uh, this was this was a show that was mostly f- probably like average age 30 to 32 somewhere around there the entire crowd knew the song word for word and was lit like so when when people say like nobody listens to Jay anymore no nobody like enjoys those songs anymore they were only songs that were enjoyed in the moment it's only because of nostalgia and blah blah like that doesn't it it doesn't hold up it never holds up. Um, and this kind of, you know, this this flies in the face of that, man. Like, I, I, you know, I always give it up. I love, I love Jay, not as much as I love Nas, but I love Jay. And Jay, you know, Jay did his thing, has done his thing, and keeps doing his thing. You know, all respects do, all the flowers do. You know what I mean? Shouts to him. Nah, I killed you to say it. Huh? <laughs> nah, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Dini, your thoughts on six times platter, three times platter, out of nowhere. Hove did. Uh, uh, I mean, checks off every box, man. Like, Hove hasn't took an L since maybe like what since, since Takeover. That's the last. That's the last L he's taken. Everything yeah. Hove does depends is, on who you ask. That is Solange true. might not think so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that elevator that might not. No, no, that is the last L. Solange worked him in that elevator. Hey, me, mink, 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 mink. <laughs> Hands on feet. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, y'all busy talking about music. Y'all, y'all be missing the real comedy. If nigga we got beat up in the shit. elevator by his sister-in-law, y'all right. never talk about That's that. That's comedy, not like... We talk you know? shit here. Yeah. Real shit happens. But 
I, I at mean, least they keep it consistent because that's outside of music. That's a fact. <laughs> but how do you come back from that? So just a quick aside, like like Beyonce was supposed to like divorce. He blocked like every hit though, because it's like I can't I can't get beat up in an elevator that just gotta see you at, at Thanksgiving and shit. You Floyd Mayweather. I gotta call my cousin or something. I gotta get that fade back. And Joe, what you say? He should have been on the cover of his next album with a green dress in his hand. Oh, nah, shit. nah, yeah. <laughs> look, I'm a look, look. white suit. What the hell? Listen, look, what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I'm just saying. That Hope should have called one of his sisters and got his fade back. That's oh, all I'm man. saying. I, I'm right. gonna I'm right. I'm gonna get my conspiracy theorist on. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Because I, no, because I was looking at the photo the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody posted it what, for the like umpteenth time on Twitter, mm-hmm. and it was just such a perfect photo because like Solange's what demeanor walking out. No, oh. coming out the whole. It was a hotel, right? Oh, coming out the hotel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Solange's demeanor and her facial expression was like, like this perfect amount of anger. Uh, Beyonce was kind of confused, and then uh, you know you had Jay like holding his face. Meanwhile, like the amount of room between the elevator and the exit of the hotel, he's still holding his face <laughs> from the slap. No. You ever been slapped by no, an angry woman this before? Is, right? No, this was a photo Jesus. op, bro. This whole thing was fixed. <laughs> wow, this whole thing was up. scripted. The and then, man. and then you had the Solange and uh, the the Beyonce and the Jay Z album run. The shit was scripted. What kind of flows you got? In your Fuck out of here. <laughs> checkerboarded. You got checkerboard flows. In your- <laughs> <laughs> you might have a little checkerboard in the corner Yo. somewhere. Yo. But um, this is this is this is um, okay, what that? What's this that is mean? monstrous, bro. Like you. You gotta die to do shit like this, to be honest, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yo, this guy. <laughs> like, yeah. when you look at everyone who sells these type of numbers, like, why they still, who are they? They're like rock stars, bro. They're, they're, they're legends. Drake. <laughs> I mean, Drake, Drake is today's rock star. So that that says that to me. He's the OVO team. We he's up. the embodiment of today's hove as far as like the, the guy, you know? It was always at least the guy, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, like, this is, this is unprecedented, man. Like, with the exception of Escobar doing his thing in the cage, this is this might be the illest shit I've seen. Like, go down, man. Rap shit like thirty years ago. First, we got to think about when when the when the um volume two dropped ninety eight, bro. Almost what's the thirty five joints? Twenty five. For it to still it's gonna make twenty five in September. Yeah. Resonation, oh, bro. Yeah. Like that's that's building that's building something with your fans. That's building something with your audience. And to do it this long later, that that's just building something with the people. The whole is culture. Hope is culture. All right, Mace, what about you, bro? What do you think about the local celebrity rapper putting up these digits in 2023? Local celebrity. The Jigger Man. Paris Bronx, remember? Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Paris, Paris, Ithaca. Right, Ithaca, New York. (laughs) Nigga in Ithaca, New York. Um, (laughs) I I (laughs) want... Yo. Oh, oh. Yo. <laughs> nah, you know, I w- congratulations to, to Hov. You know what I wow. mean? Like, <laughs> that's crazy. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna mention that this is another. This is quite the accomplishment for a couple reasons, right? Uh, for a long while, Hov took the local celebrity rapper took his music off of streaming services. Title mm-hmm. has like the least. Subscribers of all the big streaming services, you know what I mean. Mm. So, so when uh, he dropped four four four, 
when he dropped a written <laughs> testimony. I think he sold it to some some uh, some you know some guys. Uh, <laughs> a few dollars. Some of them. Some, some of guys. them. He sold it to them by now. <laughs> but um, you know what I mean. But it, when when four 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 dropped. When when written testimony dropped, a lot of whole music wasn't up on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music, a lot of places. So the fact that you know he's you know he's thrown it on up there since then. I think in the last couple years, it's been in like mm-hmm. two years or few, so, few years at least now. now, right? At least no, a little more than I think two, like maybe three. Um, so so yeah. shouts to him. You know what I mean? Uh, like Dini mentioned, like let's 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 talk about what six time six times platinum means. You know what I mean? Um. The, the diamond sellers, you know, in hip hop, we speak about Outkast, we speak about Pac, we speak about Biggie, all double albums, which count for two sales. Mm-hmm. So when you hear that diamond, you hear in five million actual mm-hmm. purchases. Mm-hmm. You know what Talk I mean? So it, we yes. have to remember, you know, of course they might be up to 11 and 12, maybe even 13 by now, but they're certified you, diamond. You, you also have M. M, right. I mean, the, the, the biggest, uh, yeah. Um, uh, so. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a uh, stimulus like a motherfucker, you know what I mean? And and 50 who was up Sorry, under Walter. M. You know 50 who was up under M. There's not a lot of people. <laughs> no. We going to cut crazy. Sorry, Walt. There's at least one no, Sorry Walt moment every episode. Put that on a t-shirt now, bro. Sorry, Sorry Walt. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. Well, we love you, bro. We love you. Walking in once a couple of weeks, we fuck with you. So we want to talk about the fact that a lot of these, you know, all-time sellers are double albums. Sin mentioned M. There's 50 who went diamond on a single album. You know what I mean? Even the Tupac Greatest Hits is a double album. That's Diamond 2. So we got to remember, six times platinum. Volume Volume 2 is probably up there in single sales with All Eyes, with, with Life After Death, with, with, with all the giant sellers that's not, you know, Eminem related. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so we got to give him credit. You know what I mean? There were multiple certifications that he got. We mentioned, y'all mentioned the blueprint three times, Platt. So we got to mention, like, in the same way, you know, Jov, somehow always, uh, uh, Bring LeBron in in the local celebrity rapper to the conversation. Yeah. I know Jaw hates this, yeah. but in the same way that like you know people love to say, "Yo, LeBron is not a scorer, but he happened to be like the top scorer ever." No you know what I mean? Like people don't people when you think about commercial, you know, commercially crazy rappers, you think Eminem, you think Lil Wayne, you think Fifty, you think DMX. Y'all always tell us all the people that was hotter than Jay Z, yeah. but when you look at the actual numbers. You know what I mean? It right. he's right on par with everybody. You know what I'm saying? And I'ma just say this thing here. I, I don't know. Will you finish Mace? Cause I, I cook, Joe. A lot this of guys. Is, this is up your alley, man. A lot of guys have like that one album, right? That does like crazy numbers. Right. The country grammars, the get rich or die trains. Only the M, well, Eminem is the anomaly. The Carter yeah. Three. Carter Three. These are big numbers. Mm-hmm. But how many people have that big album and still do consistently big numbers? over a long period of time and that's the thing when, when them in the chat some of y'all at least not the leroy greens of the world but the but the nas fans i'm gonna say it when we get into these arguments and the people who try to build these weird narratives on twitter most of them did have a bigger singular moment but how many of them did i right, country grandma did diamond they did three two three three two three close to four how many other rappers have done that yeah. that's been my question the entire time that's why i talk the way i talk about him because it's like he did his five at the time before it became six 
The next album was three. The next album was two. The next album was two. The next album was three. He still was hitting high notes. He still was super relevant. He didn't just have a 98 and then fell off gradually. Right. Everyone else had a massive year and then tailed off. Mm -hmm. The pie chart did this for a lot of them. Right. For pretty much everybody. Oh, he had a spike and then steady. Yeah. Why is that never talked about? Yeah, it's true. It's a fact. I can't, you know, you can't argue Let that. me know. It's like it Jay, Drake, and Kanye kind of got that type of shit going on. Drake, obviously, because of the super pop records he makes, but that's the only kind of, because y'all know I'm into the numbers. That's how I had, why I had to let y'all know that, you know, Doug Motivation wasn't what y'all thought it was. But, <laughs> but, uh, you know, like, when nah, you I really, when you really dug into the numbers, like, it's like those three are really the dudes who, when you look at, like, seven and eight and nine albums that all did crazy numbers, you know what I mean? They all in that conversation, yeah. And only one of them did it with bars. Like, like no disrespect, Drake, but, like, rapping. Melody, production, bars, you know what I mean? Like, come on, bro. Like, stri strictly bars. Yeah. Oh, shit, we're not, we're not saying that Drake can't rap. I'm yeah. just saying. Right. Half the time he was not right. I know I'm And that local guy, he, he's in Paris right now, you know. <laughs> shit down. How did that happen? Did Beyonce sanction Big that? Big dog shit. Paris? I thought he I thought nobody listened to him outside of New York. Did he sign the permission slip? Must be. <laughs> cause cause y'all keep telling me no one listens to this guy outside of New York. Big Gip said they don't rock with him in the South. Then and then Toom said that I was listening to, 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 to Reasonable in 96. So I'm confused. Can somebody help me? No? All right. We'll move on. <laughs> it's an accomplishment to get people to go back and listen to albums that people say didn't age well. Like, you know what I mean? Like, 35, that's kind of crazy. 40 years later, bro. Yeah. All right, cool. Get no arguments from me. So. Shouts to hold though. Moving on to the next topic. celebrity rapper. <laughs> we have a thing that's going on. Nah, that maybe hold on. So I'm sorry. Maybe I should argue because then they're gonna say that like ah, I, I was like I was too, I was too lean. I didn't I didn't push back enough. You didn't push back. Oh, you gonna, you gonna, what was it? Heat Rock? What? You gonna let him heat say Jay Z is the greatest rapper? Heat he Rock. Want, he wanted to bring gotta, the thunder and brimstone. I want to get his name right because I don't, I don't want to disrespect because he showed us a lot of love with a pie. But Mr. Heat Rock, I'm getting your name right now, sir. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta find it. Yeah, he's that, some yeah, numbers on that. Just say right. Like I gotta argue more. Mr. Heat Rock yourself, because we couldn't find it. <laughs> you said he didn't want to, he didn't argue back, he don't push back enough. I'm going to tell y'all again for the thousandth time. There's plenty of recorded episodes of the Rap Roundtable in this room on Zoom. Go find it. Again, the final debate, TakeOver versus Ether. If you have any questions about Sincere's allegiances, TakeOver versus Ether, <laughs> the final debate. Shit, the shots he threw just at the beginning of this segment after I talked my shit, <laughs> it's always there. The, the basis of this show starts with a Jay-Z and Nas argument at work while trying to not get fired and arguing for an hour straight. This is a true story. Do the knowledge. And y'all need to tap in because I I, I I do this. You know what I mean? I'm the Y'all know I'm the Drake guy. I'm the Lil Wayne guy. I'm the Tupac guy. I watch Sin and Jaw argue Jay and Nas and I don't say anything. I just let him say it so I can use it in the argument later. You guys <laughs> noticed this. So why was Sin like denigrate this? Because if Nas gets certified triple plat next week, then we just say, wasn't you just arguing against it? You guys, sometimes you got to temper your yeah. arguments. Pick you know what I mean? Listen, guys, y'all got to be strategic. Play the long game. Yes. Y'all sound right, like so. jilted lovers sometimes. <laughs> wow, Dini. It, that shit is crazy sometimes. Like, wow, I, I get it. We all love our favorite artists, but sometimes that shit is just like... 
Come on, y'all. Like, it's, it's hip-hop. Let's get it together, man. Dini, I think you need to do the knowledge, bro. Well, like, you gotta do the knowledge. <laughs> trying to kick knowledge? Facts. Like, y'all be acting great? like y'all be acting like y'all don't go to the barbershop and have arguments. That's that's what that's what bothers me the most. Fucking hip-hop, man. What was the name of the episode? Do the knowledge. No, I'm saying that goes <laughs> the name of the episode. Ah, do yes, the knowledge. Do the knowledge. There you go. Facts. So, AI. Um, that's been going around. The local celebrity rapper had his voice on something that, that sounded just like him. I think Hit Boy did something where it was like a Kanye voiceover. It seems like this is the, the next wave of technology in hip hop. Old man Jarvis concerned. I, I I don't like this. Mace, help me make 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 sense of fake digital voices that sound exactly like the genuine article. I'm concerned. Let me let me paint a scenario for y'all, man. Think about being a child, right? You know, you probably was bad at school, but you don't think your parents knew. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you say you say mom, you say mom and dad, I wanna I want a PS5 for Christmas, right? They give you a PS5, but when you open the box, it's like a the, the first Xbox in there. That's how I felt when I went through this rundown because when I first saw it, I thought we said AI crossovers and I got hype. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got really hyped, guys. But AI voiceovers is absolutely not it. It, 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 it. I've been seeing this in my recommended Kanye singing Drake songs, uh, Drake singing Jay-Z songs, uh, Benny. No, I didn't see Benny the Bush. I was about to uh, drag that one. But I, it's just it, this is kind of scary, guys. You know what I mean? I've seen to, to, to bring it back to actually what's going on. I know. Uh, Universal Music is actually, you know, going online and getting these things taken down at this point. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's actually a whole thing. You know what I mean? Uh, pop artists are singing rap songs. Drill, you know, I think they had Pop Smoke doing the uh, Ice Spice songs. This is getting a little scary. And if y'all watch with, with every week, because I'm actually listening to these shits, guys. With every single week, like the the... It's getting better. You know what I mean? Like I saw like I listened to a Kanye Rich Flex to get prepared for this. And it, he was doing uh Drake and 21's part. So I gotta say this is getting a little scary. It's making me wonder what's coming in the music industry soon, what we can actually like really believe. What we we, we get into like that Terminator, like Jetsons yeah. time in, 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 in life, mm -hmm. guys. Like so I don't know. I'm a little scared of this. I don't think it's a good thing. I don't want people up here using my voice from the rap roundtable endorsing <laughs> nonsense. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't like it one bit, to be honest. Yo, May said fuck Lil Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> man. What? Listen, man. Yo, I would drag Imagine it too. That. I would know it's fake. <laughs> shit. Imagine Dini, that. What do you think about this the AI technology in the space? Scurry. Mm. Very fucking scary. Great word. Yeah, um shut. Even scarier when you add into the fact all this master shit that's going on. Like, I'm selling you my my, my publishing and Yo, shit like that. Good point. Like, so what happens if you sell me an entitled, your entire catalog and I drop some fake album that sounds almost exactly like you? Like, where's your real fight in that? You get what I'm saying? Especially mm. if I kind of mimic an album that I pretty much own from you. You know, it's, it's, it's very scary to think about. Terminator shit is real deal because you don't know the implications of how far this shit can go. Like, think of all the niggas you heard that rap like Jay-Z. And miss, you know what I'm saying? Sicario, I mean, you, another one. Um, whether they have the voice, son from Bergen. but they don't have the bars. Oh, they yeah. may have some semblance of bars, but they don't have the flow. Like imagine some a, a program that can literally duplicate the flow, the cadence, the vocals. Just imagine all of that, bro. Like, yeah. what does that leave 
the authentic, you know? What is what is that? I'm nervous, man. Like if printers can just if you can just paint Picasso's with mm. a with a printed paintbrush, you can just slap them out. Like AI how much is it gonna be worth and, from the and 3D printers making guns, dude? You, you dig we, what I'm saying? Dead, man. But where where does that leave us, my nigga? Like where does that leave the little the little young Hungry kid who just loved his hip hop shit. It's like, you know, I want to write these bars, man, and make my way. Like, kind of like the young dude that's dribbling the ball, trying to make his way through the league. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody looks at hip hop like, like it's a like it's a cash grab. Some people really give a fuck about this shit. It's like, I really want to be the best. I really want people to hear my music and be like, yo, I'm that nigga. But if I can have fucking Robo Jones plug in <laughs> and, and have this nigga spit a fire 16. Robo wow. Jones? Yo, Robo like, Jones. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, that shit is it's just wicked. We crazy. can't make this shit it's up. It's some scary shit. Now, it's, it's something to think about for artists. It's something to think Because if they could do that with that, production going to be next? Yeah, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's already there. It's already out there. Yeah, for Ghost sure. production. Motherfuckers sell beat packs or drum kits and all that. Yeah. All the work yeah. is, is out of the way. It ain't gonna sound as good as this sincere production. It ain't. That's a fact. You hear what you hearing? That's a fact. Listen, he makes beats. I'll add, I'll add him, man. Now that we back on schedule, <laughs> Sin, what um, do you think about this AI shit? You know, just like my brothers, uh, it's, a, it's a little startling, a little frightening. Um, but I think we're gonna be all right. Because when you when you think about like let's say the the art landscape, and you have all of these replicas of um, you know painting masterpieces, you know what I mean? Uh, matter of fact, like chances are, like if you go, like if you go to look at the mo- like go view the Mona Lisa, it's not the real Mona Lisa; it's just a replica because they got the real Mona Lisa locked up. So, right. So you know what I mean? Like. It, uh, we, we we could be we could definitely be like a little scared at the fact that like technology has come this far where it can replicate voices this accurately. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also you know we 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 saw the we've been seeing the deep fake thing for a while too. That's yeah. that's startling too. Um, but I think at Facts. the end of the day, uh, you know, as long as I mean, and th- th- this is easier said than done. But uh, as long as we keep documentation of like what's what's the real shit and what's fake i think i think we're gonna be all right okay i think we're gonna be all right all right sir. giving us hope I, I guess for me it's like i've been jokingly saying for a while that like the matrix is gonna happen or the skynet is gonna eventually take over and shit yeah, and i just feel like every day we're just closer to the skynet or the matrix being real like just giving it like this him. shit i can i can make up a whole voice of an artist Whoa. it's a little terrifying i don't put it this way like i think that artists like artistry is always going to be real, you know. But the fact that this is possible, that that allows for that one person to say, "How did I know it was him?" Right. It, it just takes away that hundred percent validity, right? Because mm-hmm. now, like, when Hove at eighty or Nas at ninety or something decides they want to drop an album, they don't, they could just input the bars and let let the digital voice rap right. it for them. It's just like, it's See, what's legit? Thing. The mm-hmm. entire landscape is going to be MF Dooms. Oh, <laughs> you know, MF Doom would like you would you didn't like if you go go to see MF Doom at, at a concert you didn't know if it was him or not right who knows who was behind that mask and there a lot of go. times you know it came out that it wasn't really him up on stage so so it's like it, I just feel like it just creates a veil of uncertainty for the future of hip hop and music overall because yeah. if you can generate voices shit if a president don't feel like giving a speech 
deep fakes and all of that. Mm -hmm. Or if he goes on the screen and somebody throws a mask on and there's an audio recording of a digital voice that sounds like them. Like this, it just begs, and I don't even have checkerboard floors, but this begs <laughs> the question. Yo. You know what I mean? No, 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 that's real. And I think about, I think about like, Y'all are three are like the most like dudes who don't believe shit I know in life. You know what I mean? Every time something go in the chat, y'all like, is this shit real? Like, yeah. like is this shit? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and, alarms, and there's so much shit like that. Y'all making me more like that. You know what I mm. mean? Now I'll be looking at shit like, is this shit real? Every day so it's like now. Benny the Butcher just responded to me on Twitter today. Was that Benny? And I was like, was that Benny? <laughs> then I saw the, the 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 blue check and I was like, oh, that's Benny. No, wait. That used to be a real guy. No. <laughs> now, but now. Now the blue check that, don't mean nothing either. Was that Billy the Baker or Benny the Butcher? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> you, you know what Elon I mean? selling... Selling blue checks like red tops. So it's like, like more yeah. shit for us not to believe. Yo, yo, y'all remember the X Men morph? Y'all remember? Yeah, morph, yeah. yeah. I feel like there's gonna be that's yo. the next shit. A rapper that just raps in every nigga's voice that ever mm, rapped. Like I'm rapping for like Biggie in the first verse and Tupac in the second verse. Fan, but how does that Fuck impact the ghostwriter? Is the ghostwriter no 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 longer need to ghostwrite? He could just make ah. a fake voice and put his balls on a digital voice and make bread. I mean, his, his yeah, job still being completed uh, by writing this shit, though. You know, historically, to the historically, guidelines and legislation and all that like has always been like far behind the the evolution of technology. This is just another step, and at some point, there's going to be some type of like, yo, you can't you can't use a voice that sounds like mine without mm -hmm. my permission. I'm pretty sure that'll be in the books at some point, but like in the meantime, yeah, it's a little, you know, a little it up just the begs air. the question, bro. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So it's weird times, man. For sure. Now speaking of like questionable things and uncertainty and mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, Cassidy, oh shit, the rapper, full-time battle rapper. Now. Yes. At one point he was an industry rapper, but he he's a battle rapper right now. He made a comment, and I want to pull it up because I don't want to I don't want to misquote him. You know what I'm saying? I want to go to Hip Hop DX, the website. Shout out to those guys and, and, and quote this. But he's basically making like a hot take where he, he he's talking about the space and how he influenced certain rappers to be great, so to speak. So while I'm pulling that up, you guys talk about some shit. You know what I mean? Don't 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 mind me. Cause I want <laughs> I don't I don't want to misquote him. I really want to get this quote hundred percent accurate because it's so egregious to me that it needs to be quoted properly. Didn't I throw it in the group chat? You did. Right, hold on. I found it. I found it. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I found it, bro. Shout out to Cass. Quite the You got the that video in the group chat. He says, Oh, okay. Cass. I think I, because I want to read this shit because it's so right, crazy. Right, right. I think I inspired Lil Wayne to get the type of Wayne we got now. I used to love Wayne before I came out and before I got with him. He used to rap different before I came out. A lot of niggas rap different. I shifted the culture. I changed shit up. When I came out with this style of punching, and being competitive and battle rapping on beat. So I made it mandatory where you had to say something. And once I came out with that style, a lot of niggas started to change. And so did Wayne. He also continued to says, then you started getting all of those Carter projects and he started to black out really rapping. He was really, he was still a star and had dope ass records, but he wasn't rapping. He wasn't piecing up them syllables like that. He wasn't coming with all those metaphors and similes and trying to punch and say creative shit back to back. Wayne definitely one of my favorites. I couldn't say Wayne is the best when I feel like I'm the best, but he's definitely one of my favorites for sure. So apparently Cassidy is the reason why in the mid O's, the mid arts, people step their pen game up, pause, but we not, wait, I'm pausing that. It's a little crazy. <laughs> According to Cassidy, 
Sin, I'm going to let you hold off because I know you got a lot to say. There's a part of me that enjoys the Wayne slander because it kind of speaks to some of the things about influential pen work <laughs> that increased his skill set. So Mace, after hearing that, after hearing me read it, what do you have to say about Cassidy inspiring Lil Wayne and apparently the entire rap game? I want to say this first off, because I, I follow battle rap closely. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, when when he went up against Goods, when he went up oh, against Arsenal, we when he went up against slander. Hitman Holler, <laughs> I'm a Cass fan. I ain't gonna lie. Like I was, I was on the Cass wave. Cass was part of that early 2000s punchline heavy mixtape wave. You know Ooh. what I mean? Um, my thing is this, um, Cass, I say that I follow battle rap closely because those who, who do know Cass has been saying this shit. This is not, this is not only his take on Lil Wayne. He feels this way about Lloyd Banks. He yeah. feels this way about Fabulous. Yeah. He feels this way about pretty much every punchline rapper post Big L. You know what I mean? He feels like <laughs> he is the reason that niggas started rapping nice, that niggas started doing multi-syllable. He call it piecing up. He even say he influenced Eminem, bro. Like, so Cass, like, is has, like, the quite the ego you know what i mean like so this is nothing new from him he he really believes this shit he's been saying this shit for years like it, it kind of popped off now but Cass really been saying this shit for years so hold um, on where did he get it from um uh, has he ever said <laughs> has he ever spoken to that he said he created it himself Cal real talk he said he his, created his it when he, bars. he yeah he created so, it. yeah uh, real talk like <laughs> run the interviews back but um <laughs> I also want to say this on the on the Wayne aspect. I find it hilarious because we y'all 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 who watch know the the Gilly Wars I've been fighting for, <laughs> for the past couple of years. You know what I mean? I and at this point, when you I want problems always in the comments of 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 these posts and the, and when you see Twitter talking about it, you hear Jay Z, you hear the clips, you hear Noah was Dipset, you hear Noah was Gilly, you hear people agreeing with Cassidy, like, yes, it was Cassidy. And I want to say, Lil Wayne, at the point, you know you great when everybody wants to take credit for your greatness. You understand what I'm saying? Dini, you might not like that, but it's the truth, man. Everybody <laughs> wants to be the reason that Lil Wayne got nice, you know what I mean? So I find that very, very interesting. Now, I think it's, it's, it's apparent that in that late 04 early 05 that wayne was was philly influenced hey hell the local celebrity rapper was philly influenced they was nice what can i say you know what i mean so it i i do believe that there was you know what i mean a a philly when it comes to slang when it comes to flow you know what i mean it, it like there was a clear influence but i think that this is what you have to say about wayne that yeah, he was in the studio with Cassidy and Fabulous soaking up game. He was there with Gilly soaking up Yo, game. He was bail, rocking with, with Dipset. The you know what I mean? He was flying. He he tattooed Hov's name on his verse. He's a student of the game. You know what I mean? They say they say Kobe copied Jordan, but no, he copied Oscar. He copied Elgin. He copied Dirk's uh fadeaway. No. Mm -hmm. Greatness knows where to pick greatness from each particular place. That's all I got to say about about this, man. I know, I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Dini, what are your thoughts on Cassidy's hot take about the space? You ever, you ever talk to a nigga and you know the nigga lying right to your face, wow. but he really believe what he telling you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Kind of like, like you, ever, you ever be on YouTube Yo, and it's that TK Kirkland nigga? Crazy. It's like a fake TK Kirkland that go around saying, <laughs> I invented this. <laughs> 
Nigga be like, I taught, I taught Will Smith how to get jiggy with it or some shit like that. Like, pause. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Like, this, uh, when I was listening to it, I was like, I wish I could see the interviewer's face to see if they're buying it. I'm like, <laughs> pass, my nigga. I love you. You did some great work in the good old days. Did a nice little flip on home shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hustler. I still listen to I'm a hustler to this day. It's a great record when it comes on. That's six in the morning joint. You know what I mean? Saying? Hotel. He got, you got some joints, my brother. But... I don't. I don't redacted. think. You know what I'm saying. I don't think. I mean, maybe you were, but I don't think you were one of the the main cogs. To, to first of all, shout out to you for saying Lil Wayne wasn't nice back in the days. We got to get past that point too, because the <laughs> nigga basically said he was trash and he started rapping like niggas like us. We got to talk about that. But yeah, I mean, there was a lot of niggas that was nice coming up at that time. You know, he spent a lot of time. Gilly used to be alright, bro. If you listen to old Gilly, Lil Wayne is very. I can even hear sometimes the word J it, Mills. Dude. A little J Mills too every once is in a while. Is that on streaming services? I don't know. Check it out, bro. <laughs> I gotta check it out. <laughs> check it out. You know Maybe what I'm saying? YouTube little, little Philly, little, little clips. Shit. He's had a lot of influence on everybody, but influence I don't. Influence is putting it nicely. But I don't. I don't hear a cast influence writers. from Wayne. Like if you, if someone influenced you, like you said, Kobe got his influence from MJ. Yeah, but he got a little footwork from Hakeem. You mm. get what I'm saying? He mm. took a little bit. You can pinpoint what. What did he take from you, Cass? You know what I'm saying? You said using multiple multiple syllables. What, what was the thing he said? Multi multi-syllable flow was a thing. Taking when Cassidy was pretty much was everything from the '90s was in the same boat that you're saying he took from you. So what the fuck were you doing? Wait, are you are you asking Cassidy? The fuck are you talking Yo, about? Are you asking him that? I am. I, and I get it. Is his about? his home and his initials when you spell his name out is B A R S. His bar. So I get it. I shit might go <laughs> to your head. Barry Reese. Barry Adrian Reese. Shout I out look. to you, my guy. Sid, but, what do you think about? No. This? Nah, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? I'm in the same boat. My brother's here. <sighs> um, I agree. I agree. I agree with Mace in, in the sense that. Yeah, like for a while, I've, I've noticed that, and and I, I'm I'm not gonna act like I f- am as big a fan of Cassidy, or I, I've followed Cassidy as closely as Mace has. Uh, but when I have seen him here and there do interviews, he's got a bit of an ego, bro. Like, <laughs> and obviously everybody has to have some type of ego, especially as a rapper. Like, you you have to project that ego for the bravado. And to spit the bars, like I understand that, but like his his ego is, a, it, I've always felt like it's a, a tad overinflated, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then uh, to Dini's point, when when I when I listen to Lil Wayne and I look at Lil Wayne, we've talked about it about it extensively here. You know, what I mean, you 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 see the the influences from Gilly, you see the influences from. Uh, Dipset with swag and the way he dressed and the energy and all that. I have never once in my life thought, you know who Lil Wayne reminds me of? <laughs> Cassidy. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> never. And to to and to take it a step further, like I I've I haven't even like there's been nothing that's ever made me think of Cassidy <laughs> in oh, recent whoa. years. Like whoa, wow, I'm sorry. I mean, bro. no no whoa, disrespect. Man. I just it's just like. I, like I don't, I don't look at, at anybody and be like, "Yo, like I could draw the line to Cassidy." You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't think that the song, the songs don't even really like play in the spot. I, when's the last time you heard a Cassidy song in the spot? Like, there's nothing that makes me think of Cassidy. Wow. I'm sorry. It's been often. 
But when they do, they they hit though. I'm That's sorry. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like if I if I hear it, I'll be like, oh shit, yeah, I remember this joint, but I, I haven't see. heard it in I like six ten minutes years. Of your man's. I Yo, six six no, I'm sorry, shit. man. Like Cassidy, you know, Cassidy's nice. <laughs> You know what I mean? In the battle, I don't follow rap. You're, I don't, not, you're almost Wayne, saying huh? he can rap. That's what I, no, you're no, saying. no, I don't. I don't follow. I, I don't. I don't follow battle rap like that. And I'm not saying. I'm not saying hashtag he can rap like we say about Megan. Okay. Like he could definitely rap. I'm just talking about the records okay. and his influence and his impact. Just making sure. I don't. I don't see it. And for him to take credit for punchlines, like we we could go back to Lord Finesse. We could go back to Big Daddy Kane. You know, even before Big L, like you didn't make that up, bro. Like, come on, man. Wow. It's an early long segment for me wow. with this one, man. Sound like Sinister. You gotta get off my long too. cast. Get rid of this guy. That's what I'm hearing over here. Cats, I cats mean, off, of, off of this. I mean, if he if he, if he didn't make a like wild out, jump out the windows type type of statement like this, you know what I mean? Like, let the let the records. <laughs> Live for themselves, you know what I mean? You ain't like, gotta jump out the window guy? like this. Where'd he come from? Yeah. And why do we fucking keep acting like he's somebody yeah. that mm. we need to fuck with? Definitely. Get rid of this guy. Yo, all I'm gonna say about Cass, I fuck with it. I fuck with the whole thing. Wow. <laughs> y'all niggas, y'all niggas. <laughs> wow. Y'all niggas is getting tight. Y'all niggas is upset and getting in your feelings. And Cassidy is doing what any salesperson should do on the internet. Go on there, bloviate, say some hot shit about yourself, and dare niggas to prove you wrong. Gotta be factual though, God. Don't no, you don't. <laughs> A nigga lied his way to the no matter of fact, let me not cause I, I don't wanna get demonetized. But y'all know who I was gonna talk about. I know, yeah. Okay? You don't the truth is not important anymore. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers can say anything. Hey. Y'all, y'all niggas it. not wrestling fans? Y'all didn't grow up watching superstars on Saturday? Sure did. Cassidy sure did. cut a promo, nigga. Said, I was that nigga. I influenced Tom, Dick, Harry, and Jeffrey to be nicer. Prove me wrong. Chris Benoit say it all the time. Prove me wrong. Might have to cut that name, Joe. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to censor it. But the point is, I'm not mad at Cassidy. I come on this podcast and talk hella shit. Why would I be mad at Cassidy for talking shit? The nerve of y'all New York niggas get mad at niggas talking shit. So that's what we do. Because it don't it don't seem real. It's like the niggas. It's like, just I, I, the, the way I see it. Like you got to get in line, bro. Like if you if you're gonna you take gotta credit, do shit. if you're gonna take credit for for influencing Lil Wayne, there's a it, long it, line to I get. That. If you got to get to the back of that you shit. Who the best producer is, and you don't say you, we gonna fall out. No, I just I just look. I understand that. Like that's if you want if you want to say like I'm the nicest rapper, but I'm saying in terms of like influencing Lil Wayne. Sense. I don't. I don't hear it. I don't see it. The nigga. Nobody here. Look, nobody else here. The in, hears it it the don't. Season. The truth does not matter. They All right. So you're saying he's lying. Sin. If you, you say you're saying he's lying, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> what I'm That's saying what it is, sounds like to me. If a nigga asks you who you think the best is and you don't say yourself, that's not what they asked him. In a him, competitive though. space, that's not what they, what they asked, asked him. Sin. I don't know what they asked. You right. got the quote. But the point is, whatever they asked him, he needed to let it be known that he's that nigga, and I inspired a whole ni- a litany of niggas to get nice. I'm not mad at that. All right. I'm mad in at the, that, bro. The, ne- I'm not mad at in that. In the next segment, when one of us is giving our takes, you look up the question that led to that take. Okay. 
to see where that I'm not doing that came from. All I'm nah, saying man. is, if they say who the best podcast is, I'm gonna say the Rap Roundtable. That's a fact. That's because it is though. Cassidy, Cassidy, the type of nigga. Somebody might not, disagree. Not, look, but they're not. Like, asked, they, it wasn't like a question. It wasn't a question of like, yo, yeah, you think, yo, Cass, you think you're the nicest? Yeah, of course, I'm the nicest. Yeah, I would, I would understand. I inspired mad niggas. That's different. But maybe Cassidy got a mixtape coming out. We don't know. But I'm, you, I'm itemizing I mean, the niggas you inspired. Though. You itemize. So what? I mean, I, I, I just admitted maybe to not having thought about. I haven't thought about Cassidy in Eon, so maybe that's why he's jumping out the window like you this. I'm gonna ask y'all a question. I'm gonna ask y'all a question. Cause I, I can't recall all the way Cause I weaseled my way in Cause another nigga fucked up But y'all let me know Is this the first time Dude, The Rap Roundtable Has ever uh, Spoke about Cassidy nah, Cause I'm if it is It worked I've loosely this, referenced this, Cassidy loosely. In the past. He's never had a whole first segment topic. This is the first topic segment about is Cassidy. The first I say it worked then Cass There I you go There you go See Mates understand what we I'm can't, saying <laughs> We can't, we can't <laughs> go around this. Motherfuckers wanna come And be humble all the time We can't that shit Lie Lie you say, yo, I helped the colonel with the 11 fucking herbs nigga. and spices, nigga. I really, it's really 12 fucking, but I'm holding if on to you, the 11, to the 12. If you caught the chicken Come in on. the farm, nigga, you helped the colonel. You better say that shit. <laughs> you ain't make the chicken, nigga. <laughs> so what? I caught the chicken. You ain't no chicken without me oh, catching that nigga. Yo, it matters. Rocky-ass nigga chasing after fuck chickens. Fuck you mean. The fuck? <laughs> The nigga holding the gloves helped the boxer win the championship. I would love to hear what Lil Wayne has to say. I trade Floyd Mayweather. Hey, I might have just held some gloves while he punched it, but I trade that nigga. Yo, if Lil Wayne comes out and says, yeah, nah, I got a lot of shit from Cass, I'll, I'll roll it. We got it. We're going to have to We're going to attract the statement, right. Everyone, I can hear the, the Gilly inspiration. I can hear the, the, the what is it? What's, what's, what's Peter Gunn? Corey Gunn's is Definitely. I can hear the Jay Mills. I never heard Cassidy. Never heard Cassidy. Clean. Thank you. I'm gonna come clean. That's all we said. But if Cassidy said that shit, I believe Cassidy. That's my <laughs> point. That's my point. Anyway, um, Capo on another platform said that Jadakiss missed the opportunity, not dropping a project after the verses, being that he was probably the most viral person in the world at the night of the verses. So say, what do you think about that idea that 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 Kiss missed the boat by not dropping a new project after that? Um, I could dig it, but I mean, I, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it because it's like, I, I mean, in in today's day and age, like absolutely, you have to capitalize on every single opportunity that you have. Uh, if you go viral, like you know, we we see it, see it on Twitter all the time. If you go viral, better throw that link up onto the viral tweet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um. So you, you, you do have, you know, there's this culture of striking when the iron's hot. And I, I do believe in that. But if, you know what I mean? If Jadakiss didn't have a project ready or he, he just wasn't in that creative space, at the end of the day, like these are, we're all creatives, you know what I mean? And sometimes like we're just not in that space. So maybe he just wasn't in, this, in that space. I don't know. But as a fan... I think I would have liked to see, you know, a little EP, mm -hmm. little mixtape even, you know what I mean? Some freestyles, something, something to materialize out of that. So you agree with Capo? So to a certain extent, yes. I feel like he could, he could have done something. It didn't have to be a full project, but he could have done a little something to like, you know, fan the flames a little bit more. But you know what I mean? Maybe he just wasn't in that space. I don't know. Denny, what you think about that? I think the nigga did capitalize on your shit. Niggas was selling $150 snap hats. Like, niggas was living good, bro. Shows on the regular. Um, um, him, Mason, Cam formed up an alliance. Like, they he's still making money off this shit to this day. And they, and they and they just dropped some music together. So it's like, 
Niggas like, yo, you got 30 years of music for me, bro. Like, you <laughs> for me to tour with. Like, yeah. a, a seven song drink ain't gonna make y'all run out to come see me faster than y'all would if y'all was gonna fuck with me anyway. Like, if he drops some shit like today, is niggas fucking with it? I think there's gonna be a few people that's fucking with it. Jada, niggas always fuck with Jada, especially the street niggas. But I don't think he missed out on the opportunity, bro. Like, Jada, that shit solidified his legendary status. Like, you can't even talk bad about Jaden nowadays. Niggas will fight you for that. Like mm, that that shit. Thanks. I think I think he did alright, bro. Like granted, music is always the best form of expression when it comes to this hip hop shit, but I think he did alright. You got his shit going, he clicking. Mace, what you think? Um, Capo's hundred percent right. Um listen, man, like at the end of the day, like there I there's never been that many eyes on Jaden. That's not an insult because Versus is like a cultural moment and he had maybe the greatest versus moment in every, of all of them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like every I seen Kobe 81 memes. Uh I seen all type <laughs> of shit in the following weeks and months about about Jada. You know, he made Khaled gave him a whole record on his joint that he put out a video for. You know what I mean? Like this was this was a big moment for Jada in a moment that I'm I'm not going to lie. I feel like Jada has wanted his whole career. Jada's never, you know, made it, you know, like, let's not act like, like, yes, the locks are underground favorites. You know what I mean? They lyricists, but the locks have always shot for, you know what I mean? A pop single, a club single. They've always wanted that not notoriety. That, yeah. They the always, bad boy model. Yeah, like, let's keep it a buck about the locks. So I definitely think he should have done it. Like, I saw a lot of you know, real hip-hop niggas, like, yo, why throw out any 7-8 track? Like, that's what Jada's always done. Have y'all heard his albums? His albums are always disjointed. He's not ruining some sort of discography legacy by dropping. Like, Jada don't have no cra crazy discography like that. He got legendary verses, legendary songs, legendary moments. Mm -hmm. So he absolutely, you, you had niggas like Tyler the Creator talking about Jada that night yeah. when this shit was going on. So why not throw out, you know what I mean, just like, Jones said, I know you Jadakiss. You got eight crazy joints in the in the in the case. Like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, you just did a you just did a fucking record for DraftKings with, yeah. with Rick Ross. Yeah. Like, we not talking about yeah. some dude who has like who don't too. want the check, bro. So why I, I feel like it was an absolute fuck up for Jada not to just throw out some shit. You know what I mean? Why not? I mean, I hear that, but then if if that was the case, then then why didn't like he get like the Hove insurgents? How Hove joints is still rising up? Why the niggas go? Oh shit, Jada, nah, let's go back and spend though. all the old Jada they, shit. They, they, oh they no, the, the numbers went up. They, they raised it up. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like a thousand percent the number was. Then, so yeah, crazy. The numbers right, went up. So crazy. I stand all right. So on the surface level, I could see not doing it Cause, because I don't think the locks don't operate that way whereas they just throw some shit out they they right. definitely craft their projects they marinate it mm -hmm. and then they roll it out but i gotta agree with capo bro as far as the way the world is today with the internet as far as like your searchability how viral you are like he was like the number one rap searched artist if you if your old shit is doing crazy streaming numbers and you were the star of the biggest verses of all time let's call it what it is there's been bigger artists on Versus, but as far as the views, what it did, like niggas were playing this shit weeks after the event. Like they were just going back and watching the video. Yeah. He was the face of that moment. Mm -hmm. You don't get many opportunities where you get to go viral, even as a, especially as an older act. Mm -hmm. New niggas go viral every day. Right. But older niggas who already established their space as stars don't go viral. 
Kiss was viral in that moment. So as much as I want to disagree with with, with with Capo, he's not wrong. It didn't have to be eight tracks. He could, uh, fuck a five track EP, something. While niggas are searching your name, a greatest hits, a man. greatest hits with a okay, new. You gonna, like you gonna drop a greatest hits with a new record attached to it and just put it out. You know what I mean? To me, that that was business wise. Like if you if when you make COVID right. If if Didi, the wealthier choice, went viral, or you went viral saying some shit on the pod, if you didn't have something to put out after that, you would have missed the boat. Yeah. Absolutely. But here's the thing. What if the thing I put out after that was doomed? But that, you gotta so, you miss every but, shot you don't take, right? Uh, I was, Jada I was is gonna not make that ghost face I, with the I'm, I'm not, right. I'm not I, saying Jada would have dropped no, something no, doodle. No. I, I was gonna make I, I was gonna make that point. And, and my, my point was more so in like being in a creative space like what if, what if you force yourself to be in that creative space Shit and it just mid. doesn't connect you but know what, what I mean if you it already have the music in the vault bro that's different that's it's different if you still he's a, rapper. He's a professional it. rapper he in got music vault. bro yeah but that but that's why when, when, when y'all say the uh, the greatest hits mm. that would have that makes sense honestly bro yeah. name a great Jadakiss album chill <laughs> no <I'm>, so <laughs> would you say oh another Jadakiss album that's not great I don't want like <laughs> I want problems always. I'm he's just not saying, the most known bro. for his albums. I'm just saying. I'm not, he's not Mace ruining no legacy, himself. bro. Yeah, Don't uh, attach the rap roundtable to I what I love Jada, but I'm being honest, Mace bro. said that. Y'all, name um, a great Jada's album. Not Locks album, not mixtape, because you everybody know the champ is here. Like classic mixtape material. But I'm just saying. Kiss a Death? Is it, like, a, is it great? It's a good album. You ain't like good, it. right? You got you, some joints. Did you, even ask, you asked him to name a great album, and then you said it was good. Nah, it's, it's, a, it's a good album. Come it's, on, it's, bro. It's not, it's not his good. best work. That, but that's his point. Is there a classic Jadakiss album? Tapes, yes. Tapes, yes. Is there Tapes. a classic Jadakiss album? Okay, not a classic well, album. That, I mean, but that that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe the mixtape route. Yeah. You know what I mean? The audio heroin joints was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That could have been something. He Champ might is a, back. Does he have he a gangster girls? A kiss gangster girls would have went crazy. I don't know if he got one. Kiss throwing the album out would have solidified yeah. that Lantern, as an MVP yeah. year for him. Joints. Yeah. That would have solidified the MVP year. You're right. For him, a greatest hits. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Greatest hits would have been a game changer. Because the verses alone. Come on now. You that right? Was Sixty-one in the right. So we are gonna put a poll up because we're split here at the table, obviously. Yeah. Should Kiss have put out an album after the verses? Yes or no? We are gonna put a poll on YouTube. Let y'all vote on that shit. Um, real quick, we're gonna we're not gonna make this a whole segment, but I'm gonna ask you know the rap snob his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Recently, it was announced that De La Soul is gonna be joining the New York State of Mind tour, the second leg basically of the yeah, New yeah, York yeah. State of Mind tour. So, what are your thoughts and takeaways from De La joining this Listen, kind of a big deal tour? Uh, we talked about Jay being in Paris, France earlier. Mm-hmm. Paris can have Jay. Yo, we can stay <laughs> over there. <laughs> He's bringing the Nas Yo, energy. Jay, Jay can stay in Paris. I want France. problems. He stay in Paris, New York. I don't give a fuck Word. where he's at. You care. New York City is gonna have that real to real hip hop show come September. Because mm-hmm. it was it was already it was already gonna be heavy. Fi- fi- first of all, finally, mm-hmm. because the first leg. The closest they came was Jersey, Jersey. and that was tight. Yeah. And I was like, New York State of Mind tour, criminal. but you only coming to Jersey, so that was crazy. But oh. finally, they announced the second leg of the tour, the second half. They coming to, to, to New York proper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be in there repping. You we not, will be we, there. We going to be in there. We're going to have to stand, copy your merch, um, tap in with us. We'll you be already, there. You already had Nas. 
crazy. You, we, we saw what he did at, at MSG. Mm-hmm. You also had Wu-Tang, like Nas and Wu-Tang. We're like, going to have Cool pull up to our table, like, too. Cool will be building with the wraparound table. That's hey, cool, almost, what's up? That's almost <laughs> like real hip-hop overload. And then you add De La Soul on top of that mm-hmm. in the same year that the, the catalog finally hit the streams. Mm-hmm. And Hip-hop, you know, F-B. rest in peace, the true going. Like it's just, it's gonna be a special night, bro. I can't fucking wait. Okay. I can't wait. I is mean, is Meth gonna be on on this one? I'm not sure. The rap round table. Got some time. It's like September, so. Hey, listen, I'm looking forward. Because I know that. there was an announcement that he was gonna make uh, Australia or some shit. All right, Kyle. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Making Australia. Meth. 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 Damn. You know, you, filming. But if that other guy was going to Australia, he'd make it. You know. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> That's besides the point. Yo. Real quick, um, again, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, make sure y'all tap in. Don't leave when we rap because we have the interview with Ox Omni. He's pulling up. Make sure y'all tap in again, yes, like sir. I said to y'all earlier. Just because it's not Nas or Hit Boy or a rapper, you know what I mean? Stop fronting on these interviews. Y'all love bars. Y'all love good quality hip hop. Y'all love the culture. Y'all need to tap in with these artists. Stop running away when, when there's an interview because we peep game. Y'all be running away when there's interviews. And we talking shit to specifically all of y'all, not not the J Mars, not the Dionels, not the Marcoses, not the Miss LBs, but the Farouks, huh? Listen. And the Dats who got banned because he's a bozo, and a few other people who run away when there's no Bro. notable artists or whatever y'all want to call it or whatever the case may be. Stop fucking running away. At, at the very least, do what Beyonce did with Jay's records and just let that shit play. Yo, and put that shit, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that the numbers can come go up. You know what I mean? Just do that. Damn. No? And 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 no? then nah. make- That's not what happens? That's not what happens. That's a Jay-Z <laughs> uppercut. Damn. Damn. Wow. That, that was, mouth was a well like, <laughs> Hey yo. Beastie. But y'all is right. Don't don't act all don't don't They act, act brand new. Every brand time we have new. a rapper to come on the show and y'all cry about the shit we say about the culture because y'all protect the culture. Then we have a rapper come on who represents the culture. And it's nice. Bro. Facts. And then y'all niggas want to send us tweets afterwards like, yo, it's happened with such and such. Y'all didn't watch the fucking interview, nigga. <laughs> watch the fucking interview. Nigga, nigga told us yo, to tap in. Tap, tap in the Vel 9? Tap it with Vel. Bro. You tap it with Vel. <laughs> yeah, then. And then didn't even reply afterwards. <laughs> I didn't even peep that shit. Nigga didn't, didn't like on, the tweet. man. Well, maybe he caught on to what was going on. Right. Rope the men. Hey, hey, tap in the veil, bro. Yeah, we we did already. <laughs> we we did the knowledge. All we right. The knowledge. Out, yeah. Anyway, got me tight. Man. Ox Omni's pulling up at the end of this pod. Sir. Crazy interview on deck. Make sure y'all pull up. The, the dude is fire. Yeah. He brings the energy that y'all been looking for. Y'all tell us in the yes, chat. Sir. Y'all been looking for a certain thing. He delivers that. Make sure you tap in. But to my favorite segment, yes, sir. the mailbag. Let's go. So Bedford and Quincy commented on our video by Tupac that I'm surprised a lot of y'all didn't run up. Y'all talk about Pac all the Shocking. time. Then we gave y'all a Tupac segment and y'all dubbed the video. It, it, I'm really confused by that. Crazy. If, but if we had said Tupac is trash, everybody would have tuned in. That's that what hit, they want. They all love Hennessy. They want to hate watch. That's what it was. That's what it is. That was going up. Yo, it's almost like they want us to be dickheads. Hey, man. I could do that. We, we could do that. Nah, I ain't doing that. I'm not, I'm not playing <laughs> not, with, not to who y'all want me to be, though. <laughs> Facts. So Bedford and Quincy says, no, dispre- no disrespect to bro on the bottom left, you mace. That was me. But I did the knowledge. So while Pac is more popular today <laughs> than why he was in 93, 94, and that's because he made music for single mothers and their bastard kids, with, which ghetto Damn. is and was full of. 
Jeez. I'm speaking as a product of a single mom, but I never got into it with pop because I was already listening to KRS and X Clan, PE, etc., etc. Even Ice Cube, Public Enemies, PE. For those who don't know, Ice Cube was tackling political issues before pop. But as I said, Pac targeted these single moms, strung out and stressed out, and the women really love Tupac, so naturally they raised their children with Pac as almost a spiritual reverence. Wow. I gotta give it up to him, though. He manifested his intentions even in death. Rest in peace. Mace, he's talking to you. He's talking to me. We just wanted, <laughs> we just wanted to talk about Tupac. Now everybody want to have a motherfucking opinion. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> Bedford and Quincy, you sound, you sound crazy. I don't know what knowledge you did, but you sound like a child left behind, my it's nigga. Dumbass I, first off, you shouldn't even have said bottom left. You should have said nigga with the great view behind you. That's what you should have said. Rooftop <laughs> sermon. Listen, man. you feel me? Great New York view. I don't know what a Bedford and Quincy. Yeah, I, I, listen, man. Shout out, shout out, Brandon. <laughs> listen, yeah. But but listen, at the end of the day, this guy is talking nonsense, bro. Like you are you saying that listen, you actually sound like you got you need therapy, bro. You sound like you got some shit going on. You talk about <laughs> bastard children, then you say, but I'm actually a bastard though. Like you was talking kind of <laughs> crazy about yourself. Listen, man, we were just trying to talk nice about the homie Pac. You know what I mean? And you out here analyzing shit, doing all weird shit, bro. Listen, Bethan and Quincy, respect to you, but I'm much more of a St. James and Fulton type of nigga, you heard? Uh, <laughs> top five weirdest comment ever on the pod? Maybe. Might be, man. Maybe. I'm not mad at that. Yeah. The next entry comes from Mad Max, who's been on, on a parade recently of slanderous and questionable comments. Max. Love Max. What's up with you, man? We love Mad Max, though. He had threw in the super chat. We didn't get to it on the pod, but I promise him we'll get to it here. To Pippa Butterfly, a criminal, ready to die, 444. And, and, and any M album are all overrated. Sincere, what do you have to say to that? Uh, you're bugging the fuck out, man. man. Okay. Stop. Okay. Stop the drugs. Walter got his Outcast T-shirt on tonight bro. too, so he's not hearing none of that shit. None of that smoke, bro. Look, look. All right. To Pimp a Butterfly is a newer-ish album. Like I always feel like there's, you know, the 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 newer material always, you know, you, you it doesn't have. It's not grounded in that classic golden era mm -hmm. so i you know when people slander to pimp a butterfly like my brothers included like i i don't agree with it but i i could kind of understand it but you going back to ready to die bro yeah, that was OD. that's kind of crazy ready bro. to die like do, were you were you there mm -hmm. how old were you when ready to die came out like straight up like Max let us know because Max, Max like Mason. bro the 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 man <laughs> The, the impact, the rawness of Ready to Die mixed in with like the, the radio singer. It was a, overrated. Bro. It was a overrated. Like, Ready to it die. was a damn near perfect album, bro. The same It sentence. just got, had like one joint, like a uh, friend of mine. I didn't really fuck with that much. But other than yeah. that, like, you wildin', bro. You get the fuck off my lawn. That's my, my second get off my lawn for the day. I'm going for the three. What the fuck are you feet. talking about? That's what he's asking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So Uncle Frame had a comment. He's talking to me. He says, Jaw. I know you're a sports fan. Your, your King of New York was on point. He's talking about when I picked Jay as King of New York. Right. But but let's ask the Nas fans just very respectfully. How was New York City for, for the All-Star game back in 2014? And Nas came out as a secondary act for Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Oof. Mm. But the Yankees got to the championship in 2009. And the local celebrity rapper, he said that. I didn't say that. He typed that mm. out. The local celebrity rapper mm. was not just the main act, but the act for the Yankees. Who made the Yankee cat more famous in the Yankee game? <laughs> it's about magnitude level. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even get yeah, I can't contain myself. 
Yo, was that you? Even though no, I swear to God, I'm ah, off the freight. The burner. I'm not. The burner. <laughs> <laughs> the burden. KD job interviews himself. Job Durant. Even when he made Yankee Stadium with Eminem, M had to be the secondary act here because the main act is supposed to be the king of the city. Yo, Uncle Frame, you're not wrong. That's so I, deep. I, 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 That's so deep, bro. Nigga had Nas. Nas was the, the, the curtain jerker for Christina Aguilera. Nah, that's nasty. The whole was was the. <laughs> Was a star in New York when the Yankees won the chip? He's a jobber, bro. He's, oh my god! Nigga said he was right with stereo on 04, bro. I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't write this. He did. I didn't say that oh, shit. Man, the British I, bulldog. I'm gonna have to, <laughs> gonna have to uh, do my Google. You're a man. When, when Nas performed Christina Aguilera, I don't remember that at all. But I, you know. And none of us do. Uh, yeah. Reggie Nobles, another shot. regular from my show, <laughs> says. Not Redman. It sounds great. He's talking to Mace. This is the last entry for the mail. Oh, he happening? says, Mace is bugging the fuck out oh. on Hell Half No Fury. Hey. That shit is still fire. Mace. Listen, y'all, I didn't say shit wasn't fire. You know what I mean? And and it ultimately, I'll run through this quick, but ultimately this post, this overrated album list, like created a lot of controversy. You know what I mean? Listen, like, y'all wanted like shit from like Nelly and shit that nobody overrated <laughs> other than their fans. I wanted to oh, I wanted to say an album that the culture ultimately thinks is a super great album that I think is overrated. Okay? Like I had the balls to go out and say what I thought. You know what I mean? I don't think Hell Hath No Fury is a five mic album. If it's a four point five and y'all call it a five, that's overrated. Guys, like like I think Lord Willing is better. Sorry, guys. The Damn. thing is, when they hear overrated, they think that we saying it's whack. Right. If that it don't is, mean it's whack. It's just not as good as we think you think it's It's good. just what That's I'm it. saying. I was trying to go out on a limb. Right. I went play. with great albums that I said was overrated. Mm. We, we got to make a statement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we can't just go for the low-hanging fruit. That's what, That's what they want. They want low-hanging fruit. They want Jay-Z slander. Nas love. <laughs> Nas love. Tupac love. Like, and that's it. That's why y'all don't Hammer like don't hurt Kendrick. him is overrated. Eminem slander. <laughs> so and Kendrick slander. Like Kendrick, Come on. You know, y'all just I'm want low-hanging fruit. And the artists that go for low-hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? What? Vanilla Ice's first album's overrated, nigga. <laughs> we are uptown. We, 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 had, we had that little situation uptown under the under the train tracks where they were selling all the food. The little food. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? 33rd and 12th. The Harlots is outside. We yes. got Ox Omni with us. He's it's pulling a couple of shorties. degrees. Somebody steps, somebody steps on Sincere's fresh pair of threes. Crispy. And he needs him too. Sincere's a Um, So my lawn for this episode is going to be, I think I'm going to make it a little gentler. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this with love. You know what I mean? Y'all still got to get off my lawn, but be gentle about it. Um, Because I'm talking about fellow peers out there mm-hmm. now. Podcasters, if y'all are out there and y'all got your platform, your podcast, and y'all have mics set up and y'all talking into the mics the way I am now, but we don't hear any mic audio in return <laughs> when we're listening or to right. or watching the podcast and what we hear instead is uh horrible vocal audio that's reflecting off that's, of the walls that's caught by the boom and microphone. getting and getting the reverb from the entire room because you're not your your microphone is essentially just not plugged in and you just have it there for <laughs> the aesthetic and the microphone the look, is an aesthetic it's it's get off my lawn with oh, that shit, shit bro <laughs> like honestly like what are y'all doing out there i want better for y'all 
I'm saying this with love a little aggressively, but I'm saying it with love because I really want better for y'all out there. Not everybody's on on the level where y'all get have like a a, a fire setup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not everybody they don't has got the budget. Su- sup- <laughs> they might not have the budget. <laughs> you don't got super engineer Walter. Sorry, Walter. Uh, that's gonna be your name from now on. Sorry, yes. Walter. Um, or, or or Josh, super engineer Josh. The homie. Um, you know what I mean? Not everybody's gonna have that. I understand that. So if you don't have the setup to use a mic, don't use a fucking mic. Yeah. Put the mics away, bro. Yeah. You just got them up in the fucking picture just to look, just what, to take a picture for the gram? Yeah. Is that, that, that's what y'all gonna do? Mm-hmm. Bro, like y'all, that, that shit really blows my mind, bro. Like I'm, like, I'm looking at somebody speaking into a mic and the audio is so horrible, man. Like, it's, mm. it's just, oh, man. Anyway, yeah. If y'all if, if y'all doing that out there, quit doing that. Put the mics away. It, look, if, if you need to hook up the mic, holler at me. I can come through. I can help you out. <laughs> I could, you know, I could it's recommend you a cu- couple little, you know, audio interfaces that you could use. Get yourself a little XLR cable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I could teach you a thing or two, but like, do better for yourselves out there. <laughs> If you do doing that with the mic and no mic audio, get off my lawn. Mm-hmm. Get off my lawn. If your microphone is just window dressing, get off my lawn. If you're doing it for the IG photo, get off my lawn. If I gotta watch a video and it sounds like you're in a hollow hallway with no soundproofing, get off my lawn. If you sound like a rapper who put out his shit and didn't mix it, get off my lawn. If you call yourself a podcaster and you don't even have pod audio in 2023, please get off my lawn. Diddy the balance. Thin button. Before we were the Podfather. <laughs> holding the microphone. Finish pause. y'all niggas today. Diddy the balance. It's gonna take us home, but again, don't leave. Ox Omni interview is on the way. Take us home, Diddy. Yo, you already know who y'all rocking with, man. It's the fucking rap round table, episode 69. You know what we do here, man. Shout out to the homie Macito, the voice. Shout out to So Sincere. You hear the production. You know what's going on. The rap snob. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Jav, the point guard, making mm-hmm. sure the pass is so elegant. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Walt. Shout out to the Magic Johnson, the, the fifth Lakers. member. <laughs> Always rocking out with us all night. Shout out to the homie Walt, man. We got Ox Omni coming up. You know what we do. Tap in with us. Mm-hmm. We the rap round table. We fucking out of here. Yes, sir. The heroes you need. Boom. <laughs> As promised, we got another interview pulling through to the Rap Roundtable for episode 69. The homie, very special guest, Ox Omni. Welcome, finally, to the Rap Roundtable. Long time coming. See what it is. What's the deal, man? Yes, sir. We, we, we connected with Ox, I want to say 2021 out in Williamsburg. No? Was it 2021? Yeah. Or early 2022? No, nah, I think it was 2021, bro. Facts. It's been a while. He got on stage. I think it was a Rome Street set. And Rome just let this man cook. And I'm like, yo, this nigga is fire. Fire. You know what I mean? And it was like, yo, like, wait a minute. I don't know if he had a, a little rehearsal or whatever the case may be <laughs> beforehand. Or was it impromptu? I don't know. 
But me, Sin, and Dini was in there. We was looking at each other like, yo, this nigga is dope. Kind of the same shit with Def Soldier. Def got on stage at the same show and was like killing it. I'm like, yo, these, uh, usually we go to these shows and we joked about it. You know what I mean? A lot of niggas be whack. You know what I mean? No disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of niggas be whack. Oh, man. God so, bless y'all. God bless. Yeah, man, we, I appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate you appreciate chasing y'all. the dream. Yes, sir. But Ox got on that stage and delivered, and it, whether it was 50, 100, 2,000, whatever, like, you could see there was a level of comfort there mm-hmm. with him getting on that stage and doing what he does. And that was the biggest takeaway for me. So, Ox, welcome finally to the Rap Round Table. Appreciate yes, you, man. Yes, Salute. Salute. Yes, sir. Salute, bro. Appreciate y'all having me, man. So, like, normally in the past when we do these interviews, we kind of work and we, we build our way up to a certain point in the interview. But we got to switch things up a little bit tonight. The question that I have for you as an artist, right? If If I don't know who you are, and I'm I'm coming to you for the first time. What is it about Ox Omni that would say, "Yo, you should fuck with me"? Like my music is this, and you should fuck with it. Shit, man. For me, it's like you know, what you see is what you get. Copy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, everything I talk about is, is is how I'm living. You know what I'm saying? And you're gonna get that raw. You gonna you know you probably gonna be captivated by the by the. You know what I'm saying? The voice and all that, you know? Yeah. People like that, you know what I'm saying? People like time they hear me like, oh, I fuck with your voice, man. Your voice is hard. So, you know, the voice even gonna get you or you or the content's gonna get you because you don't connect to it. It's very relatable, okay. you know? Especially for the people who, you know, we live that type of life, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> Talk like, about it. Talk about it. I mean, you know, the harlots are there. They, they gonna love a little ox, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, to say the rap snob, jump in, bro. Yeah, man. Um, what up, Ox? Peace, peace. Peace. Um, I was listening to your project, Genesis Qua. Um, and it fire, by the way. Dope. All the way through. Um, it was a couple of joints that really like sort of stuck out to me. So I wanna just ask you about them. Uh for, first off on Ron Apples, right? Um I, I love that joint. Um I, I I caught a quotable in there, you know what I mean? You said you seeking quality over quantity, we them niggas. That's a fact. You know what I mean? That's and that that's something that like that resonated with me because I say that all the time. Like it, it should always be quality over quantity. And a lot a lot of the, you know, the, the music industry right now is about just constantly putting material out there regardless of quality. Down, so can you down. can you speak to that? Like how important is that to you? Yeah, it's very important to me. It's vital. It's mo- it's one of the main things that I focus on when I create. You know what I'm saying? For me, you know, it's about having substance. You know what I'm saying? It's not just about shock value and, and getting the quick attention. I don't care about none of that shit. It's about the test of time for me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I want my shit to live on for 10 years, 20 years. You're going to be talking about my shit. Once you really tune in and catch it yeah. mm-hmm. it's gonna have that effect on you I'm saying yeah I feel that um the other joint that really stuck out to me was Strange Fruit um specifically uh, you know as soon as I see the song title I'm like it shares the title with Billie Holiday you know what I mean uh one of the most like poignant uh songs of all time um and iconic uh but you know and and as such, like the the song itself has a very conscious vibe to it, um, and so I, I found it interesting that you would you know start off the project that way um, on a con- a more conscious vibe. Like, is that important to you? Like to you know, yeah, because conscious, yeah, stuff, it's, it's not necessarily conscious, but you just 
you know, I mean, I can't find a better word, so I, I'm gonna have to go with that. Mm-hmm. But for, it's more so just giving all sides. Mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna tell you the good shit. I'm gonna tell you everything so you understand. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and leave it up to you to make the choice. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. you can you can get hot with my what I'm on, or you could, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do what you do. At the end of the day, it's not about glorifying any one particular perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're not gonna just stay conscious all day because we're not conscious. We feel different all day. Our emotions change all throughout the day. Also, right. so, we think about all kind of shit. So, you know, you gotta just cover all angles. I, I feel like that's very necessary as an artist. You you can't just be one dimensional. I'm not. I'm. Not, I don't want to be that yeah. artist that you're gonna put in a box. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I want you to be able to. You can hear me with anybody. Because mm. you know I could tap into whatever you at. Because I could relate to whatever fuck it is you going through too. I've probably been through it too. Exactly. Niggas be thinking, oh, you you a gangster, so all you do is, is load guns and sell drugs. And all. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, you got kids. You like your kids. Your babies will give you kiss. Your girl. You know what I'm saying? Regular shit happens. You, you, gotta go home to you smile, my nigga. Stop acting like you don't smile. You be smiling. Facts. You know you, talk you, about it. Do you think shit. conscious, like the term conscious, has like a, a connotation to it? Like. For me, it means just being fully aware. Okay. You go. Staying, staying fully aware of what's going on. You know, and being aware is being aware of everything, not just bad shit. Mm-hmm. Be aware of good shit. Be, be aware of the message you're projecting. Understand that there's all types of different people listening to you. You know, the street niggas going to relate to the, they're going to catch the street shit you say. And then the people who, who nine to fives, they're going to catch the, the, the intelligence shit you're talking about too. So mix it up. You know what I'm saying? You go. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Yo, um... Let's get to the oranges, or oranges, origins. Oxomni, when did you start rapping, and when did you realize, you know what, this is something I want to do. This is me right here. Shit, man. I mean, yo, I always had a love for this shit. You know, like like most of us, we we heard it in our, in our we heard it in our household mm-hmm. growing up. You know, mom love whoever, uncle whoever. Facts. So so you know, I fell in love with this shit. I loved it, but I. For me to want to do my own shit, I, I ain't gonna front. Styles P. Mm. You're the first person that that that, that, that lists SP as the person. Shouts that, to you know that ghost. That's man. my mother. Shout out to SP the ghost. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people probably don't know that, but that's that's like my favorite MC. That's you know what I'm saying? That's so, so, Shouts so to Juices of Life. I, I was just I, I jacked. You know he 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 pretty much. I feel like you know we relate. He's like my what they call that spirit yeah, animal. Spirit animal. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now nah, I feel that because he was oh, sort shit. of like the more quote unquote conscious, conscious one. Like, still on that, but still on that street knowledge, so, yeah. gangster and gentleman. Yeah. yeah, man. So yeah, yeah, that duality. That's yeah. ill. That's ill. Sam mentioned his favorite joint, Strange Fruit, and what's the other joint you mentioned, Sam? Rotten apples. Rotten apples. Yeah. Me, my favorite joint is Short Shot. That oh, shit, shit is so haunting, Yo, that's bro. my shit, too. That's Yo, shit listen, too, that bro. shit is crazy. I ran that shit back <laughs> like 20 times. That shit is fire. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Hey, you you want to know what it had me thinking about is that we spoke about your voice. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have a super distinctive voice. You know what I mean? And, and on Genesee Quiet in general, you able to, to find a production that matches your voice, right? And and, and it's like, it's haunting. Is is you just is is thrilling? You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's crazy. You know what I mean? Shout out and to my dog Emilio Craig, man. I can't I can't not <laughs> shout out my dog Emilio Craig. Shout to Emilio. You know real I talk. Was, yeah, he was on that Rotten Apples joint too, but we 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 locked in for real on this project. Shout to Emilio, man. So yeah, so what I think is I'm like 
Because as a person with a distinctive voice, you probably know the other dudes, right? The, the Jadas, the Pop Smokes. They even speak about Tone Lokes sometimes. Not me, but they do. <laughs> they, you know what they, I mean? Them, them they baritone. do. But one thing I noticed is that it's, it's hard to find production that can really live up to your voice. You know what I mean? But you do that on your project. So I, I wonder, who's in the studio with you? Who's making the decisions with you? You pulled up here by yourself. Shit, so I just want to know. You know, really though. Like I mentioned, Emilio Craig definitely had a, a big, played a big part of this, putting this project together. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? There's a big backstory behind this project, too. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of real shit going on behind the scenes. But um, the project, the, the production, it was an ensemble of different producers. Right. You know, and mainly, sonically, it was, it was really me who really, like, made every choice, every decision on the... the you know, assembling the tracks, mm. you know, the sequence, the, the sequence right? Mm-hmm. You know, the, the how I wanted it to feel, how I so, wanted it to be, you know, that was really me. I sat there and I really, I, I put that shit together, man, right. you know, and I had a lot of shit going on too. You know, I was fighting the case and shit. I was looking at 10 years. So in my mind, it was like, this. if I don't get a chance to do shit again, this is my this is shot. So that's that's what really made me back against the wall type mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, that's I, you know what? I, I like where you going with that, Mace. And you know what? Because I always mention it at a certain point in interviews with, that I worked with artists, and you say that you know you were there every step of the way. So like, is it a situation where you're not necessarily trusting of other opinions, or like, how, like or do you just like to have your hand? in every aspect of whatever comes out under your name? Yeah, both. Okay. Um, mainly though, for me it's like, I feel like I have, I trust my ears. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Since young, I, like most dudes was was practicing the rap over like shit that was on the radio. Right, facts. You know what I'm saying? When I was young, when all this rap shit was going on, I was on the internet. When YouTube first came out, I'm on YouTube like this, <laughs> searching for people that nobody knew about. Motherfuckers like like knowledge with an X. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, Knife yeah. Wonder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mad Love, Jay Diller before niggas even knew who the fuck mm-hmm. that was. Yeah, it was me and Rome Streets. We started this shit together. A lot of people don't understand me and Streets started this shit together. That's the wrong. We was together, you know what I'm saying? We got tapes, y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna talk about that. You know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, because when um Jaw forward this man the email. Uh, man. <laughs> La- the last it. time we seen Ron, which before we we officially like locked in, last time we seen Ron, he was like, yo, that's my man's right now. Nah, man. that's that's, really that's a fact. Nice. Really though, that's my when we, brother. When we went to Chinatown Sound, we was all on that little rooftop situation and Rome was like, yo. If you need to talk to anybody, talk to us. Yeah, yeah, that's you know my brother, man. Uh, we really started this shit, man. Like, we wasn't rapping over, we was rapping over other shit, abstract shit, young. That's how we practiced. We was practicing rapping on shit that people wouldn't that. even wouldn't even yeah. think to rap on. Because, you you know, you was watching adult swimming shit back yeah. in the day. Yeah, you, you, remember, you remember the commercials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the commercials? Yeah, 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 There'd be yeah. some beats on the commercials. I was like, the fuck is that? Yeah, I typed this shit on YouTube. Whoop, whoop. I'd be like, oh, man, look, Jay Diller made that. Who the fuck is Jay Diller? And you mm-hmm. just keep following the, yeah. the rabbit hole. That's that era. Mm-hmm. That the rabbit hole saying? on YouTube yeah. back in the back day. Back in the day, was motherfucker. Yeah. 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 So it changed so, your you life. Know, shout out to YouTube. All right. <laughs> so you know what? <laughs> you mentioned SP as your favorite. Yeah. What that means is, is that 
when you approach your music. We talking heavy music. We're going to get into the other shit later, but the music. That means that you're very meticulous about your process. 100%. 100%. Like, what made you that way? Because everybody, some people just go and they rap. They just write bars and they put the shit out. Like, is that your personality? Or do you just look at the space and be like, I need to I need to really curate my shit because there's a lot of bullshit out here. Shit, first off, I got OCD. Yeah. Just, just that alone. You know what I'm saying? I'm, OCD, I'm a clean motherfucker. You come out crazy, like, oh shit. Organized, <laughs> <laughs> shit folded up all nigga shit. I can't, you know what I'm saying? That's just in me. But that just translates into my creativity as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I, um, you know, I feel like if you're gonna put something out there, this is the world is gonna, you know what I'm saying? You take some pride in that. Yeah, Make absolutely. sure you do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's mainly something that was, something I picked up from listening to, you know, artists before me, especially back in the era that I fell in love with, you know, the 90s and shit. You can't talk about the shit if you ain't living that shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Talk about it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Why you want to talk about shit you ain't living? You know, I I'm, I wasn't about the fabrication. So like, how I'm going to make my life sound ill as hell? Yeah. How I'm going to do that? You know what I'm saying? So that's that's what I, I sit there and I, I just take hours and I, it'll be the simplest shit. But I just find an ill way to say that shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It right. could be something simple, but the way I'm going to say it is going gonna, is gonna to grab your attention. You know, that's, that's basically my approach to it. You know? Okay. You speak yeah. about grabbing attention, and, and, and I find this interesting because at the end of the day, we all content creators, right? right. You make music, we, we make online, we, we make videos, we make podcasts. Uh, but it, it always interests me. What is success to you, Ox? Hmm. Success is not necessarily a financial, a financial um, thing for me. For me, it's more about being rich in spirit, rich in the mind. You know what I'm saying? Having your family good, making sure the kids is good, you living right. You know what I'm saying? Especially, you know, for me, it's like a lot of people feel like the streets is the only way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's other ways out this shit. You know what I mean? And and I'm, I'm trying to tap into that myself. Um, shit. If you've been through enough shit, you're going to understand that it's not just about money. Yeah, real so. You know, it's 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 like. Is it fulfillment for you? Like just feeling fulfilled within yourself? Yeah, just seeing things change around you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's possible, man. Like I I was the motherfucker that nobody thought would have ever made it. You know what I'm saying? I'm I ain't make it, but I made it. I'm I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm not dead. You know what I'm yeah, saying? About it. I ain't fucking dead and I still could touch the people and make them feel good or, or you know what I'm saying? You got a chance every day. Basically. I got a chance every day to fix it, man. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because I know what it's like to not have a chance. <laughs> I know. To really be sitting there like, damn, it's over for me. Mm-hmm. I was just there eight months ago or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Listen. So, you know, every day, that's being successful for me. You know, just having a chance to fix your shit, man. It and if, you, like and you if you're not in that type of situation, you know, just live good, man. Take care of your people, you know, and, and help the youngins. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Show the youngins that it's other ways. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of us as leaders and gangsters or whatever, we 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 teach the youngins the wrong thing. 
And right. if nobody never said it, I'm gonna be the first to motherfucker say it. I stand on what I say, you know what I'm saying? Teach these young niggas other shit than selling drugs and banging and all that other shit. Cause, you know, not everybody is built for this, man. It be a lot of niggas in the shit that ain't built for it. So mm. you, if you if you influencing these young niggas to do the wrong thing and live how you living, it ain't for them. That's why niggas be telling. That's why oh, all this shit man. going on. Let them know, bro. That's what is what's that's what's going on. You Let got civilians know. living this shit that Let's ain't for them. That word right you know? there, civilians. You know what? It's Mace. That was a hell of a question because like you seem like you unlock some shit with Ox. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and ask. It seemed like you are speaking from a a place of experience. Most you touched on it a little bit. You Most said you was facing some time at a certain point. So let's speak to that. Like, like, what have you been going through that that kind of bleeds into the music, bleeds into your persona that lets us know the person you are today? Well, you know, shit. You bump yourself, you bump your toe enough times. Mm. <laughs> you know mm. what I'm saying? <laughs> you keep bumping your motherfucking toe. Oh, shit. Like, what the fuck going on? Mm -hmm. I keep bumping my toe. You gotta think about that. You gotta start getting more conscious. Wake up. Understand mm -hmm. what's going on. Look what's going on around you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's niggas dying. Niggas is going to jail. Especially if you got a, a, a circle of people that you grew up with. You gonna pay attention to them. Those are the people you're in tune with, right? Yeah, you know, we all went to high school together. You hearing about niggas dying, niggas going to jail. But in a way, it's like you ain't conscious of the shit, but everybody in the race. Yeah, I make it. Yo. We want to make something out of our life. Like, what this nigga doing now? Real talk. Oh, he, oh, he, oh, he got his own business. He's doing this. What the fuck is you doing? Nah, you speaking facts. You go to jail. You fucking up. That's right. <laughs> you like, damn. Look, time ticking. Your AIDS. You get older, motherfucker. You see some great shit popping up. Oh man, right. shit. Uh, I, I, I can't be. Nice. I fucked a couple grades. I ain't gonna lie. I got that tweezer. Like, nah. It's time to get it together. <laughs> you know I mean? Time to get it together. Yeah, you can't man. Fuck yeah. around forever, man. Yeah. Can't I mean, fuck that, around man. forever. What do you want when the person listens to you? What do you want them to walk away with? When just say someone just got to listen to one Ox Omni record. What is what is it you want them to, to walk away with when listening to your music? Yeah. I want them to walk away feeling like enlightened, and I want them to feel like they not the only one going through shit out here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just you, man. <laughs> and it ain't just me. We all go through it, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, you're not alone. You know, sometimes you can find the answers in the, in the most mysterious places. That's a fact. That's my favorite kind of music. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. Listen, I got you. Hold on, wait, cause I'm gonna forget. Okay. <laughs> That's the second time you kind of mentioned it. <laughs> Do you feel like in your formative years that you didn't have that like that OG to guide you in the right direction? Because it seems like you want to make sure that you you delivering a message to, to somebody who's listening to put them in the right space. Do you feel like you didn't have that growing up? Most definitely, because you know it's called like changing the society norm. You know, it bleeds into what I do for a living. But we gonna keep that off the right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you know, changing the society norm. You know, I think when I was growing up. It wasn't cool to tell a young nigga, yo, do the right thing. Go to school, mm. bro. Stay in school. Right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. It wasn't cool to do that. It's like, oh, this nigga a sucker. You know, some more positive shit. This nigga talking <laughs> about. Fact. Like, you know, he ain't trying, trying to get to no drop money. Knowledge. He ain't trying to get no money. I'm trying mm. to get the bag. That's a fact. But there's other ways to get the bag. Yeah. Like legal drug money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can think of We just got to put White collar crime, you nigga. You know, have mm -hmm. some people sit down with you and talk to you. You know what I'm saying? Do some, Take some things, teach some things. <laughs> so you know, 
that's that's just what it is with me, man. I feel like, yeah, I didn't have that growing up. All I saw was, what I saw, negative shit. Everybody was banging, drug dealing, whatever. I mean, I did. I ain't gonna lie. My, my bad, Mama Love. My, you know, I love you. <laughs> well, our moms was always gonna tell us right. My moms was always a positive influence yeah. in my life. Mm-hmm. But you know, I we was, go against that. We always go against that yeah. for whatever reason, man. But you know, yeah. but she was right from the beginning. But like but you she said, was you right. paying it forward mm-hmm. at this yeah, point. Basically. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah. My you mother told me she was proud of me for the first time the other day, man. She told me she was proud of me, bro. That shit fucked you up, didn't it? That shit felt good in the mouth. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> Word up. I ain't get from mama love giving you that that blah, yeah, bro. Yeah. It's nothing better it's than that. It it's it's not, especially when you different. fuck up a lot as a young nigga. When your mom say you oh, did man. that. Real shit. Real I'm, a, I'm a mama's boy. My mom <laughs> pat me on my back. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate I hear a lot of self-reflection. Um, a lot of self-awareness um, without getting into too many details is, is there like a moment or like a, a series of events that, that was like that where you could pinpoint like yo this is where like you started be, be, becoming more self-aware more self-reflective yeah most definitely um, I'm gonna say it was around a little bit after the pandemic, okay. Mm. Like in the midst of my, in the midst of fighting my case, um, my right hand man, you know, caught a life sentence. Mm. You know, certain shit. So you know, I was like, yo, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna chill. That, yeah. Mm. You know, with the nigga every day, man. You know what I'm saying every day, <laughs> every motherfucking day. Snatched him up, 420. I got the call. Snatched up my man. Like, oh shit. You know, it was a lot going on. So, you know, it was like, alright. I, I looked around and and, and I, I I looked at my kids and the relationship I had with them, you know, and the family and everybody. And everybody sort of just they push away from me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You don't really see it. That shit just you don't see it while it's happening, but right, you see right, it right, after but it happens. At some point, you're like, yo, like, oh, what shit, happened? They really ain't fucking with me. Like, they, they like staying away. Like, you the, like you done, bro. Mm, that's fucked up. Like, when people looking at you like, yo, you done, bro. Like, oh, bro. He's a fucker. <laughs> Back and forth. You know how many times you gonna go to jail? How many times? How many times get you a lawyer? How many times bail you out? How many times? When you black, people bro. get tired, man. Black family. And, and when they love you, up? yeah, my bad, big bro. I'm for you know, it. When they love you, they after a while, that's it's not that the love run out, but it's like they get numb to that shit. Yeah. Because yeah. if you don't care, then why the fuck should I care? Yeah. That's the point. Nah, bro, you. That's the point. That right there. When you when you when you when you the fuck up in the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When you said that shit, that shit stung, bro. Cause it's like <laughs> when, when, when you when you when you make a lot of mistakes, your family reminds you of that yeah. shit. And they still your friends will tell yeah. you like you good, Hell bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you, when you come home to your fam, is like again, even friends, even the friends, yeah. they switch up on you too. That's a fact. And bro. that feeling of knowing that like the family don't got the hope no more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah. Like, Cause you always hope like nah, he'll get it right, he'll get yeah, it right. But when you right. see they just don't get it right, people start to give up. <laughs> Yo, yeah, so you know? yeah, man. So so in keeping with that, um, speak to your relationship with Rome Streets. 
Shit, man, that's my brother, man. Friend of the table. That's my brother, brother from another mother, man. Like, came from the same, same, same box, man. You know, it's my dog. We started this shit. I'm in a Roman high school, man. You know? Wow, okay. So, you know, the relationship runs back. Just, you you want to shout out the high school or it's confidential? We're literally the same. Yeah, we're going to keep that low. Sometimes you got to be incognito. I know. I dig it. I dig it. Really though. Well, you know, that's my dog, man. Like, we, we started this shit together. Like, me and Rome had, a, had like, a, you know, we ate likes, man. Like, we had the same vision. You know what I'm saying? From day one. Like, you know, I, I knew this was going to happen in a way. He used to say that shit too. Like one day it's gonna happen. Just mm-hmm. when it happens, just be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Proper, proper preparation prevents poor performance. Ah, hey, shit. get him. Talk get about him. it. So Can you know, we was preparing for this shit for a long time. But well, we... you know, I was just more in the street, 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 street. Mm-hmm. He was in the trenches. I was in the trenches, trenches, trenches. <laughs> yeah. Can we expect more uh, collaborations? Between y'all, like oh, gum, yeah. like most Gumblaze. Def- oh, most definitely. Oh, most fire. Gumblaze, most definitely. I mean, shit. I, I got so much joints with Rome Streets, man. Like, forget about it, man. I don't even think he, he got more features with other people that he got with me. You need to send them. We you got tapes together. We got we got volumes of tapes together. We'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep those Coach. low. We'll vibe but, through those know, in secret. Let those loose. <laughs> That's I mean, what I'll say. Chill. This this I don't. You know, you meet rappers. Yes. Especially rappers that get success. And they get funny. I don't know if this, there's like a fake bone in Rome Streets. Mm. So it's like solid. Man. I keep going back thought. to the way he 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 looked at you, and it was like we was just chopping it up. And he just looked at you and said, "Yo, that's him. the guy. Yeah, him. Well, so you said you were in the trenches. The question I can ask you now, as a person who's seen both sides of that that fence." I'm a sidewalk nigga. I don't know what the trenches look like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm a sidewalk nigga too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sidewalk. Now, how hard was it to leave that alone? And just, you know, focus on the yeah. positive, the rapping, the family life, be a family man, etc. You know something, man? That's something I struggle with to this day. Mm. You never really leave it alone. It's a part of you. You just learn how to navigate mm. within that shit. You know, because... There's beauty in the trenches too. You know what I'm saying? Not because the trenches everywhere. don't mean that. That's it's, a fact. That's a, a fact. fucked up place. Mitch, Mitch it's said a it and paid in full. Fucking place. I love the game. You just gotta know how well, to navigate love in me that back. shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that's really what it is, man. You know? Music know, shit. I'm always gonna go check for my niggas in the bottom, man. You what's know? what's your? So I always ask this question. What's your studio session look like? Ox Omni's going to the studio. Got a two, three, four, six-hour session, whatever. He's going in with what? What is he bringing with him to the session? Shit. An ounce of weed. Ounce OZ. <laughs> 420. I'm saying. I'm mindful of rhymes. Mindful of rhymes. No drink? I don't really drink. I ain't really a drinker, man. I respect I'm it. We got Ox drinking ahead tonight. Yeah, that's the point. Yes, sir. Up the table. Only at the rap round table. That's love. But you know, yeah, yeah, man. Ambiance needed. Nah, man. I ain't too picky, man. I came, I came from out the closet, bro. Yeah, the hood era. In the hood joint, you used to go to the homie within the closet. So I ain't too boozy with mine, man. I record anywhere. I respect it. You know, the only thing I don't like is. I feel like if you want the best of, best of me, don't have me in there with nobody. Put me in there by myself. Oh, you, you need that that isolation, basically. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I'm saying? If you really want the good records out of me, you want to put me in there. That's interesting. Totally. You're the first person that said that. Yeah. You know what that, that makes me think of? Because uh, I was watching the Wu-Tang series. Like, that's how Ghostface was like. Like, Ghostface didn't like having people around. Like, I don't, to yeah, Go in I mean, there, like, dolo. Because, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like I go in a different pocket. Because consciously, I already tell myself I'm about to do a feature with mad niggas. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm already putting my best <laughs> shit in, in the tuck. I don't really want you to hear the best shit I got because that's, that's for me. Yeah, <laughs> they mentioned this studio, but but I, I'm gonna go ahead and ask because just like you say, you come from the trenches, you come from 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 hard times. Yeah. You know the, the stereotype, and it's like almost like a like a funny thing at this point. Like, oh, I like this rapper better when he was struggling. <laughs> How do you keep that edge once you out of the trenches? How do you do it? Shit, man. I, to me, it's like if it's in you, it, it ain't you know, it's on you too. Mm. Yeah. I like that. That's tough. If yeah. it's in you, it's, it's on, on you. you. That's real. That's tough. All right, so let me ask you this now. We hear the melodic vibe with your music. You're not just giving people bars, which yeah. I appreciate. Yeah. There's a lot of rappers that's borrowing you to death. Some are not good. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you decided that you know what? I got, I got this melody in me. I want to I want to deliver my message a certain way. But I ain't gonna lie, you know, I, I, as a Caribbean West Indian dude, I, I kind of hear a certain kind of vibe. Like, are, are, are you of that energy most as well? Most definitely, most definitely. My, my, Mama Love is from the Virgin Islands, man. There you okay. go. Because I knew I heard something. Some so, yeah. tropical you know, vibes. and I'm from the Heights. Yeah. You know, Take like 0.5% of that shit and Christ, you catch Brooklyn, it, bro. New York. Yo, that's all I need to hear, <laughs> bro. Beer, Yard, Man, and there you go. all that. That's <laughs> all I grew up around in Jamaica. Every time, bro. I heard it, Ox. Yeah, man. I was like, this time. It sounded like a little bit of chat <laughs> in there. Sprinkle, it was, you, know sprinkle, you know what I mean? I thought I, I might have seen you on Utica once. Or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Eastern so, Parkway, you know what yeah, all that shit, Labor Day so, Parade, Juve, all that shit. Yeah. So like, it's gotta look for now, now that now that I know my assumptions are right, and I appreciate that <laughs> shit. <laughs> we got we're gonna have the the, the random clown. That says, oh, he sound like Max B. He he doing the Max oh, B yeah. thing. There's dickheads everywhere. We know that. What made you want to take that approach with your music as opposed to just borrowing niggas to death? Yo, you know the funny shit, man? Before Max, before 50, I, I just, I don't know why. Because I, I like, I like melodic shit. Mm. You know, I didn't just listen to rap. You know, I was listening to everything. I was listening to alternative. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, when I had it in my headphones, I'm like, damn, I can't even let niggas know I listen to this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that but, no, yeah. but I yeah. liked it. Be like I was that. like, yo, what the fuck? Because I, I like, I like, you know what I'm saying? You love music. I loved it, mm-hmm. man, because it, it, it's, you know. And it's diverse. It's as different. much as people don't want to admit it, music is about feelings. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. You feel yes. shit. It's, it's how you feel. It's emotions. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So you listening to, you know, I was listening to NERD and shit like that. They had before, hits before they was cool. Before ah, people was right, right, thinking right, right, right. it was cool to listen to them, you know what I'm saying? But no one never really dies. I'm talking man. about old, oh eight man, fly or die and shit like that. I was really listening to that brain, no the brain, brain album and shit, mm-hmm. man. Like rock star and all that shit. I was listening, you know what I'm saying? So top of cop cars, bro. Yeah, bro. So, so I, you know, for me it was like, you know, how do I incorporate everything that I've heard growing up, you know? And then I heard Fifty. 50 was the first one I heard doing it. And I was like, oh shit. I was like, when, when I heard him do it, I was like, oh, all right, I could do it too. You know, let me let me master my way of doing it. 
you go. You know, and then I heard Max, and then he was like, "Oh yeah. shit!" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the wave. You know, and then and, you know, so I figured, I, I, I love the lyrical shit. Uh, you know, in my lifetime, these new doubt, Illmatic, all that shit, Purple Tape. You know, all that shit, man. Big L. You know, yeah. lifestyle of poor yeah. dangerous or whatever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, all that yeah, shit, yeah, man. Yeah, like. Yeah. And matter of fact, that's what Streets reminded me of that nigga. You know what I'm saying? When I first hey. heard Streets, I used to tell that nigga, like, yo, son, you remind me of Big L. <laughs> but, but anyway. That's a good comparison. I appreciate you saying that because when B-Dot said it, we was like, fuck you, B-Dot. But I'm saying it's valid. Yeah, I used to take it from That's the first thing I thought of, I didn't want to say that. He's like, you know, he got a little bit of a lot of other people, but I feel like the big, at first, when I first heard him, that's the first Copy. That's an actual stamp. You know what I'm saying? Right we was by 2021. That's a great, that's a great person we, comparison, we, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We knew nice each other before 2021, but he wasn't rapping. We wasn't rapping. We, he probably was, but nobody was out there like that with it. Mm. When we ran back into each other after high school, I'm like, yo, homie, you sound like Big L. We was in Hempstead, by the way. Shout out to Hempstead, New York. Hey. I took Shouts him to the 100, 100 Block building. Terrace. Should I, took I work in Hempstead him, right now? Shit. So, <laughs> uh, so you already know. I took him to the 100 Block. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Had him upstairs in the Hunter building. Hunter Terrace, you know that long ass project. Terrace, my nigga. Yo, I went right around the corner from Terrace. For real. That's real crazy. Yo, I got real some shit. family up in Terrace, Yo, man. So I ain't gonna you, hold so you. So you know how I go. You know how I go. So, small so, world, bro. They chill so, out in so, ski mask really out front of Terrace. So y'all know. So when I say the trenches, y'all understand what I'm saying. No, The trenches. Bro, I didn't know until I spun around the corner. I said, oh, I'm in the gods, bro. Wait a minute, bro. Go. It's boy. not sweet over it's there, bro. It's not sweet. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but, don't get but, Long Island but, fucked up, bro. Shit. Nah, I'm going to stay at the Chuck E. Cheese across <laughs> the street. <right? laughs> really, though. You know what I'm saying? But, but you know, public PD3. Oh, yeah. I was. I had that shit on fucking repeat. What's that? 09 to 2010? That's before I went up north. I'm listening to PD3 heavy. I was like, oh, this nigga. I just like, I just like the fact that he was raw. Like, this nigga's mm-hmm. raw. And he's singing with it. He don't give a fuck. Like, right. you know, I don't give a fuck what you niggas think. I'm singing what? Yeah. I was like, oh, this nigga, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I was doing it before Max, though. Not that I, I didn't, nobody knew who the fuck I was. Right. I was doing that shit. I had that style already. Yeah. So, melodic vibes. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, yeah. Now it's just putting it to the forefront. Yeah. Yo, mm-hmm. real, real quick, because um, I'm kind of into artist names. Um, what one of my favorite artist names of all time, Rusty Jooks. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, it's just uh, like a like an image that it creates. Plus, it rolls off the tongue. Uh, Rome Streets is another one. Yeah, honestly. Um, Ox Omni though, it's a fire name, bro. Nice. Is it is it a story behind? Yeah, most definite. Um, it's sentimental in a sense. The original name is Ox Don Echelon. Ox Don shortened it. Dawn Echelon is like Echelon, Upper Echelon, Final mm-hmm. Things, yeah. Dawn. Um, the ox comes from my cousin that's doing 25 in life. Mm. It's my way to keep him alive. Mm. So the ox, that's where the ox comes from. The Omni is being versed at all things. Yes. Mm. You know, if I'm, not, if I'm not versed at all things, that's the goal, to be versed mm. at all things. So. Ah, ah, back Shouts to Cuzzo. All right, yeah, so shout out to Horace Moore. I love you, nigga. Sir. Ox, I'm gonna tell you so right now, my bro. Dog. You said you mentioned off wax that you got something cooking. Yeah, man. You are welcome to come back at the time of the release to 
talk about that project. Oh, full. This was a great interview. But speaking about the future, what do you have on deck? What's out right now? And what do you have on deck for the people? Right now, shit, it's a couple of things. Shit, we got Dennis Aqua first and foremost out. If, right you ain't, if you ain't check out Fire. Dennis Aqua, make sure you go check that out. It's on all streaming platforms. Um, we got some visuals coming off Dennis Aqua. Nice. We got confetti commissions. I'm about to shoot that next Wednesday, matter of fact. So if Copy. Y'all, if y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all more than welcome to pull up to the street. Hey, appreciate you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send yeah. that in. That's uh, all we needed was know. the invite. Hey, info, brother, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, we'll pull up. I'm, I'm shooting that. Confetti commissions featuring my door, Ace XL. Oh, shout out to oh, him. Him. Shout out him. Him. He another friend of the table. Another friend of the table. That's an L nigga right there. We do. That's facts, my dog. Superior even you coming. Hey, even I got to pull up there. That's my dog. That's my brother, man. That's my brother, too. Shout out to Ace, man. Yeah, for a fact. That's my dog. We probably going to link up after this, too. Yeah, we doing that next week. Monday morning, the last song on the album. There's a visual coming for that as well. Mm. Um, I got a, I got a project I'm cooking up with a with an up and coming producer out here. Um, I don't know if you heard of him, Air Max, dope as fuck. As a matter of fact, Air Max is the one who did Short Shot. There you go. You know what I'm oh, saying makes sense. That's Air Max, that so I, beat is and, and, tough. And, and, and you know something else we about to win for the people. Say that. Sure. Say that. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's off that project. Oh, he did both of them. Um, yeah, man, and I got another project coming with Retrospect, and um, you know, another big project that I ain't gonna say too much about right now. What I'm hearing is Ox is working. Yeah, I'm working, man. Gotta love it. If they wanna follow you on social media, where can they find you? Yeah, man, um, you could tap in with me, OX underscore Omni. That's at OX underscore Omni, man. Tap in. Tap in yes, with it. Best decision you can make in your life. <laughs> I like it. Long time coming. You absolutely delivered. We need you back up here around the time that project releases so we can talk about that music man, in, in total. Come on, man. Facts. Let's get it. But you said you got a record for us. We're going to close out this episode 69 right, alongside Ox by rolling out this song. Not even mixed yet. Yeah. Fresh yeah, out yeah, the suit. Yeah, this raw, man. It's fresh, fresh out, out the booth. Fresh out the oven, steaming. Man. Fresh out the booth, man. Still got the smoke on it. You know what I'm saying? So we appreciate y'all tapping in. This sound a lot better, you know. But of course. Just to get y'all to. It's the raw version. Uncut. Yeah, you know man. Saying? Uncut at the rap round table. Yeah. Episode 69 comes to a close. We got new Ox Omni about to roll out right now. Ox, we appreciate you, family. Tap in. Likewise, man. Man, appreciate it. Salud, yes, salud, yes, salud. Hey, salud. The round table. Walter Ox, run that record. Know. Fuck with us. Episode 70 coming soon. We live happily ever after My story's first chapter Me, you and I, we used to be close But something happened Because this reaction You pay close attention as the boss really acted Pray she never leave my life alone Pray you never leave my life alone She said she stuck with me forever Never thought of moving on Every chance you get, you tell them boys to move you along Every time it comes to pulling through for you I go beyond Told me go and get your dollars, baby boy Just don't be long Look, that's really you need of my services Lyrically on death row, patiently waiting on murder, bitch I'm the law 
break a jaw, break a heart, take it on, fake a dawn, echelon, the one your mom's favorite on, talking like you back to sling and crack again, talking like I hate you pussy niggas, run your pockets, man, talking like loyalty don't exist, so why be fuck a friend, talking like family over riches, learn to fend for self, started out with my man in the trenches, calculating our defenses, always told me I was different, I was destined to be gangster, you know I'm out of money, never be enough to take her, since you the mothership who be the anchor, yeah, she said she stuck with me forever and ever thought of moving on Every chance you get you tell them boys to move you belong Every time it comes to pulling through for you I go beyond Told me gon' get your dollars baby boy just don't be long Long, long She told me gon' get your dollars baby boy just don't be long Pray you never leave my life alone Tell me gon' get your dollars baby boy just don't be long Look as the blessings overboard, we tell our stories different <laughs> Far from living pure, why we adore the children Protect them, love them, teach them at the same time Know something gets you through your everyday They ask me what's your passion, work towards the everyday Dominant demeanor, learned the game from heavyweights Young as I was, murder in my eyes, cars Body snatching, only thing we sold was eyes, drugs Overheard the money, was your core religion? Your life's a mental war, we best resolve with knowledge, wisdom Conscious living, conflicted, got the medulla spinning Prone to violence and yet we never thought of in prison Nah, she said she stuck with me forever Never thought of moving on Every chance you get you tell them boys to move you belong Every time it comes to pulling through for you I go beyond Told me gon' get your dollars baby boy just don't be long She said she stuck with me forever Never thought of moving on Every chance you get you tell them boys to move you belong Every time it comes to pulling through for you I go beyond Told me gon' get your dollars baby boy just don't be long uh. She told me go get your dollars, baby boy, just don't be long. I pray you never leave my life alone. Told me go get your dollars, baby boy, just don't be long. Your dollars, don't be long. Get your dollars, don't be long. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Exclusive. Fire. Yeah, man. Don DeMarco. Oh, man. The Rap Roundtable.